Well, Brent, did you have something to start us off today? I think so. So okay. I was recently watching YouTube, and there's a a, a series called Comic Jerk, uh, or a channel called Comic Jerk, where he goes like in depth on like the the comics industry and uh, stories from like the past or whatever. And he was talking about some stuff from like the '90s comics era that I have a lot of interest in because that's kind of when I grew up reading comics or whatever. And the problem is like his. What he's saying is like very interesting to me, but it's a YouTube video, so I just have to like sit there like watching my my uh, my iPhone for like two hours while he talks mm-hmm. about this history. And I watch it before bed, and I'm like, I could do maybe like 20, 30 minutes of this, and then I'm like tired or whatever. However, the the images that he puts on the screen doesn't necessarily correlate or aren't vital to what he's saying. So I'm like, man, I wish he had like a podcast version of this. That'd be great. So I could like at least throw it on while I'm, you know, doing other stuff around the house or whatever. But that's not the case. However, I did recently come across that I can change the speed and watch it at Uh-oh. one and a half times speed. And that reminded me that, <laughs> Andy, you are not a fan of mm-hmm. podcast uh, speed listening like Stephen and I are. Mm-hmm. And I wanted yeah. to get your thoughts on the YouTube speed up uh scenario there is that something that you would ever do in your life now keep in mind this is just like for documentary like purposes or whatever i'm I'm not speeding up the video of uh like made content you know for like narrative or stories or something like that you know if anyone is right now listening to this podcast and more than the normal speed i want to piss on you from a hang glider (laughs) <laughs> wow! I don't First know. This all, is just that's, to me. I have I I never had mm-hmm. the thought of man. I want to speed this up, and I know a lot mm-hmm. of people do listen to podcasts on like one point five speed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so weird, and I I'm <laughs> I'm actually insulted by <laughs> people listen to my podcast. I think it's 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 unfair to my work as a podcaster. Oh wow! <laughs> To, to listen to my voice on uh, yeah on a sped up speed. But you have a good show, so maybe that's different yeah. than for me and Brent. Like mm-hmm. whenever I do listen to this show, I'm like, "There's no way in hell I'm doing that at one time speed." You know, I got to get through this thing. So that's that's literally the worst help. part of the podcast for I think Stephen and I is that whenever we have to edit the show together, we can't speed up the audio yeah. to be able to like listen to it faster. We have to listen to it as we're saying it in real time for the most part. We're like, ugh, so, we're so slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds sounds weird to me. Because it doesn't like, whenever you speed up the audio, it doesn't raise the pitch of the volume. It's quantized, right? So it's like everything stays within your normal tone. It's just faster. And, a little uh, micro-machines guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes I'll like be getting ready in the morning and I'll have my phone in my hand and I'll accidentally hit the uh, like speed change setting or whatever. And it goes to normal speed. Mm. I'm like, what did somebody just get hit with like a trank dart? Like, why is this so like <laughs> odd sounding? Yeah. When you come off of it, people being so <laughs> slow. That's what it sounds like to me. Um, but to be fair to me, um, mm. because I listen to everything at 1.5 speed. Now, when I have conversations with people in real life, and they're not getting to the point quick enough, and I can see where they're going with it, I get hyper annoyed about it, and it makes me untenable as a person. So that's that's, that's fun. That's a f- mm-hmm. Try yeah. to hit their forward button. Yeah. Uh, hit I'm them in the face, to. the yeah. 10 uh, seconds forward, 10 seconds forward. 
Oh my God. Next track. Let's go. Just Let's get go. to the content, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Where are your outtakes, sir? <laughs> Brent's really great at parties yeah. is what he's trying to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Brent, you need uh, a ready to too long back. didn't listen version. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just like start searching their clothes. They're like, what are you doing? And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just looking for like a smaller vo- version of what you're saying. So I can mm-hmm. stop listening to what you're saying. Just want to read this yeah. little note. I'll be good to go. I can walk away. Yeah, pretty much. I want to see your life description, and then I'm just going to move on. <laughs> yeah. Bye. That's why on my German podcast, I talk so fast that you can't really speed it up, but they're oh. still two hours long. Yeah. Wow. So you really pack it in. <laughs> yeah. We used to record with my, my first podcast for a while. Our episodes were like three, three and a half hours. Oh, wow. We, we we drank wine during recording, and the more we drank, mm-hmm. the more we talked, and then we drank more. And then we talked more and Makes then sense. three and a half hours had and passed by. <laughs> did you did you find that that was a little too long then? Eventually? Nah, we didn't think so. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. The weird thing is I've heard so many um, comments, not for my podcast, but just from podcast listeners in general, mm-hmm. um, that there's the one faction that says, podcasts are too long for me. One hour, two hours, when can I listen to that? I need like 20 minute things. Mm. And then there's the other ones that say my commute is two hours. One hour is way too, is, is not <laughs> yeah. long enough for me. I need like four hours a day. And I mean, it's not for everyone to listen to a two hour podcast. Okay. That's fine. Uh, there's enough podcasts that are shorter. There you I, go. I don't even bother with podcasts in like 15 or 20 minutes. <laughs> like well, why, why would I listen to you that? Gotta get the other way. Yeah. yeah I, I think an hour to a two hours is I think fine. So that's funny because a lot of our listeners are like, oh, you guys are still doing the show? Yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Didn't you guys start that in uh, like 2017? You guys still do that? Oh, okay. No, I listen. I totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's fine. Yeah. You know, but that's okay because uh, Brett and I are just doing this for ourselves. And yeah, that's what we all say. Along. Right. Mm-hmm. And if anybody <laughs> wants to come along on the journey, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, Britt and I happen to do two and a half hour episodes regularly. You know, we don't do a lot of, I, mean, I think we've gotten up to three, but that's definitely not regular for us. Mm-hmm. Even I yeah. would be like, I got to go. I'll just yeah. walk off set, <laughs> you know, I get out of here. Uh, I mean, that was before we both were married and, and Dirk had kids. We were just oh, single yeah. guys with nothing to do. Uh, so we could do that. But yeah, I know I'm on three podcasts now on the regular and I think for each podcast, I know of like four listeners. <laughs> so, there you go. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah, it's um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're talking about your uh, Mexican friendship show, Dos Allies. Is that right? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Okay, it's, thought uh, so. Mm-hmm. And the I, I'm I'm amazed by your pronunciation. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't not to brag. I did go to Mexico recently, <laughs> Senor. So mm-hmm. I'm jiggy with it. I get it. Do you listen? Are you a listener? To Dose Allies? Yeah. On yeah, 1.5 speed limit? Uh, 1.75. Yeah, I bump oh, it up because wow. I feel like it's going to absorb, uh, absorb, absorb quicklier. <laughs> quicklier? More quickly? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's happening. Brent's and maybe it even sounds like Spanish. Oh, boy. Man. Well, mm. I listened to your ahead? episode from yeah. last week. Um, for one. Uh, I was pretty confused when a few days ago on your social media, you announced the topic for this episode, because Uh last week you said on your last episode, you said we would 
talk about SpongeBob. So I prepared for the SpongeBob discussion. Oh, oh God. You changed the subject, so I had to change my, my preparation as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm fine with that. But another thing that I wanted to talk to you about. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm very interested in this topic. Okay. I'm, and I've talked to other North American people about this. Mm, interesting. Oh, yeah. only fans. Yeah. No, they reinstated yeah. the porno shit. Yeah, you can put stuff <laughs> in your butt again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, how would you sell your video of pissing from a hang glider? Exactly. To, if only fan fans that. <laughs> That's uh-huh. our one video, but, though. Yeah, I've already fucked up those cameras. I cannot return them. So, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that would really be a, uh, a strike against me. The, the GoPro on your testicles uh, really <laughs> mm-hmm. comes in handy. Mm-hmm. No, uh, you were making fun of a certain group, <laughs> um, which I think they themselves define themselves as a religious group. Oh, oh interesting. God, I hope it was Steven. God, I hope it was Steven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you didn't really mention the name. I think I don't quite remember, uh, but let's talk about Scientology. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's get clear on Scientology. All right. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Because uh, you kind of made fun of Scientology. So I'm assuming mm-hmm. you're not really like fans of theirs and mm-hmm. you don't really take them seriously. Is that? Yeah, I Stephen, do you want to answer for, for what you said on that uh, episode? Well, you clearly remember. I mean, yeah, in general, I don't think I have felt bad making fun of Scientologists. Now, the way mm-hmm. you're asking this question, I'm like, is, is Andy a Scientologist? I've just never known. This will be interesting. But um, yeah, Andy, probably, can you hold your e-reader uh, up to the screen so we can see mm-hmm. just what brand it is? Uh, I'm not sure if you've got like the, does it have a Nike swoosh on it? My, or is that my is e-reader? That? Uh-huh. Oh, my wow. piece of paper. That, that, paper, <laughs> that looks like real paper. <laughs> that, that is really cool. real paper. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Look, there's there's little cute animals on the <laughs> paper. <laughs> no, uh, the thing is, um, I because in in Germany, I think in in the U.S., people are like more accepting of Scientology, even mm-hmm. if they're not really into it, and if they're like skeptical about it. In Germany, we are way more strict and more skeptical and Mm -hmm. more against Scientology. So how do you, um, how do you, the thing is, do you watch Tom Cruise movies? (laughs) Oh man. Are you, because so many, (laughs) there's so many people that are huge fans of Tom Cruise because he's doing all his stunts himself. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's, fucking Scientologists uh, and people do not care about that. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that's a weird situation to be in. I don't fault people really to for for watching his movies, but I think it's weird for putting him up on his pedestal as the last big action movie star uh, who is a fucking Scientologist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no one that I know is pro-Scientology, but everyone's pro-Tom Cruise. Wow. I, I mean... Do I want to really commit to saying I'm pro Tom Cruise is the question, I guess, because um, mm-hmm. I don't know that I want to commit to that. <laughs> I, uh, I'm definitely not pro Scientology. My my wife, Amanda, really likes to research uh, cults. And I would say and from her research, from my research, which is a lot of Wikipedia, tons of Facebook, obviously all the good ones. Uh, no mainstream media sources. No, she like really, she like really researches shit, right? But but anyway, I would say that Scientology, in my mind, follows more of that route than like a religious route, which is 
uh, a lot of crossover sometimes there, or you know, gray area. But um, I do watch Tom Cruise movies. It's like this weird thing of separating the people. It's like people that are you know, quote unquote, canceled and stuff. But it's like, like I still love Kevin Spacey movies. It's been hard to watch a Kevin Spacey movie since all that shit went down. But I wouldn't like a lot what of happened? people made that. Is he okay? A lot of people are involved making those movies, right? Like other people, it's not just that one person. And it's, it's been would you watch to, a new movie? If, so that's like Mel Gibson. Anything that Mel Gibson has come out with in the last few years, like I haven't, I don't think I've seen any of them. None of them have looked appealing to me, but I would watch older movies of his, like Braveheart or something, you know? Um, I mean, Kevin yeah. Spacey is in a couple of my favorite movies of all yeah, time right. I mean, of course, seven and the usual suspects and the usual yeah. suspects is made by a director uh, by <laughs> yeah. a pedophile uh so it is yeah i haven't watched these movies in a few years yeah. um it is definitely it difficult is definitely yeah. weird, but would i watch a new brian singer movie no <laughs> when yeah. i watched the movie for the first time i didn't know <laughs> I watched the usual suspects when it came out, when it was new right. in cinemas. No one knew Brian Singer back then. Yeah. Uh, and it's no. a great movie by all accounts. And so it's like, yeah, separating that stuff as well. It's like, um, I feel like Scientology does a lot of harm, but at giving Tom Cruise more money, you know, helps them spread that or whatever his and spread that message and stuff. But uh, yeah, because personally he's like a kind of seems like a weird dude, but his movies, so, so I, yeah, I don't know. I do go see new Tom Cruise movies, though. Yeah. Versus the other conversation of the other people, you know. Brent, are you are you going to watch that new Top Gun movie, though? Eh, I mean, I don't know. I don't think that one's necessary. That's like the Wolverine Origins comic now again, where I'm like, I didn't I don't need more of that. Okay. <laughs> you know, just the one and done. Just got got what mm. we got. We'll see. There'll be yeah. a new trailer that comes out at a certain point. Oh, yeah. Well, it's so like, God damn it. He's got the need, the need for speed again. Uh, I gotta go. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you better have a topless volleyball seat again. Um, <laughs> In jeans. Hey, come on. <laughs> yeah. You got the, got the Jay Leno bottoms. The easiest way to play volleyball. Really yeah, play. absolutely. Yeah. Um, First yeah, one, at like, least, is a Tony Scott movie. And I, I think yeah. I looked up the director for the new one at some point, but I forgot. Who oh, it's... Was. it's um, because uh, I can't remember his name. He did Tron, the Tron, like the one that sequel. I didn't see. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. And he did uh, Oblivion. Yeah, uh, it's like a Tom Joseph... Cruise movie that I didn't see. Huh? Yeah, a Tom Cruise movie. There you go. Well, <laughs> let's see. If you haven't seen those, I think that's all he's done. So, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> Joseph Kaczynski, something like that. Um, he uh, He's doing that one. But like a Mission Impossible, I like the Mission Impossible movies. I haven't seen like, the last one or maybe even two that came out, though. But I mm. want to, I just haven't, you know. So yeah, it's uh, it's, a, it's a definitely something to think about. I just sometimes I can separate the art from the artist. Sometimes I can't. Um, sometimes I just don't. I'm like I could, but I don't really want to revisit that. Like I haven't seen The Usual Suspects in years, even though I like that movie a whole lot. You know, so sometimes that that gets in there. Yeah, it's a weird discussion. I know. Uh... I like it. <laughs> Way to bring the mood down. No, it's a good oh, start. No, no. That, was a, that was a good question. But with um, that, do we want to go ahead yeah. and get, get started on the end of the show? Uh, so sure. we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. I'm Andy. Uh, yeah, look yeah, at that. It worked. Welcome to Let's yeah. Talk About Stuff. When you got a real professional podcast host coming on to be a guest, 
those things just click into place. <laughs> AKA just host the show for us. Uh-huh, basically, it's great. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Uh-huh. I won't yeah. do this again. Uh, I did that last time. Um, oh, no, I like that. No, I've... yeah, it helps us. Less <laughs> I have to do. That's my whole thing. Plus, it's I like... want to see you work, Brent. <laughs> You can, you can do things that you couldn't on your other shows. You know, you can boss us around. You can do whatever you want. You can install mm-hmm. whole, whole new segments. We'll just follow along, you know. Mm-hmm. It's whatever Andy right. wants. I'll, I'll okay. refrain from talking about CWDC comic shows for you. For you, Andy, I will do this. I mean, you can talk about them. I'm on another podcast where they are talked about. I'm, mm-hmm. I, will, I will listen in, mm-hmm. in silence. Nice. Um, Read, read a book, maybe, while you're talking. <laughs> Check social media. Everything's possible. I hope there are pictures in that book, Andy. There are pictures in the book. There is the picture of the author in the back of the book, if that's what you mean. Does that count? That's the no. only picture in the book. And then there's a picture on the book. Hmm. Is that I enough pray, for you? I pray to L. Ron Hubbard that <laughs> <laughs> you, you manifest some new pictures in that book. There's more pictures in this miracle. one. Here. There we go. Truly a miracle, a Mr. Miracle. Congratulations. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think on the on one of the episodes that I listened to of, of your podcast recently, you you mentioned that you do not read books without pictures. Um, yeah, I'm not a dork. Wow. Yeah, Brandy. Not a dork. You re- only read comic books. <laughs> yeah. Which no dork cool has ever fuck. done. Everyone cool knows that. Cool as fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. If anything, it would do it, though. I still think, like Brent said, that Jurassic Park, you know, a dinosaur book might get him into books without pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You haven't started to read it. So, if you, you yeah. know, I have a copy for you sometime. OK. OK. If you want to. I mean, like that, the hologram cover of The Lost World. Yeah. That, Boy, that really has got tight on in. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And if that you're reading in the middle of the book, and you're like, God, I just wish I had some pictures. You just flip to the cover and you be like, all right. There's a dinosaur. I feel better. Mm-hmm. And you can move on, you know? You know, when we posted that, that like, gif you made mm-hmm. of your actual, like, thumb and the book you were holding. Oh, yeah. That had the most likes of any, like, Instagram post we had. Gotta the have lesson more we learned from it is zero. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Just static images from here on out. <laughs> Can't have that happen again. And yeah, it wasn't even, funny. like, an astromat. Astro- astronomical amount of likes it was just like slightly more than normal yeah but like oh people like, like this Should- yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. you get it yeah but usually so, we only get like three so it was like whoa yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow i was looking- double and then some <laughs> i was looking the other day at my uh my nephew christian's youtube page and there's a video he has that i was like oh he has way more like or like way more views on that than we do on any of our podcasts mm-hmm. i was like good on you man good on you I hope you watched it at one and a half times speed because that's truly the it's exhilarating. He's a slow talker, obviously. So yeah, yeah obviously, move, yeah. Move right through that. He's been on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You guys know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tom Cruise is uh, just okay. Uh, he's not a big draw for me. Anyway, back to you. So maybe you just try to stay out of trouble. Yeah, it's fu- you know I don't, under- he's not a big thing. I yeah. I was literally talking to my wife yesterday about picking back up on watching the Mission Impossible movies. And I'm like, we've watched the first three, so we've like essentially stopped at where everyone says the movies start getting good. Mm-hmm. Although I do like, like I don't know. He's he's not like a big draw for me, but he's also not like uh, a hindrance at this point. Like you said, Mel Gibson, I have zero interest in watching anything yeah. he ever does again. 
Uh, Daddy's Home 2, uh, you know, almost got me. Obviously, it looked like a quality film. But, um, Other than that, yeah, though, for, yeah, for Tom Cruise until he does something just like he like rips a toddler in half or something like oh, that. Wow. You know? Yeah. Nothing. You just <laughs> maybe like seen two that. toddlers. Maybe that first toddler had it coming, but mm-hmm. until the patterns developed, maybe it's like, okay, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll cut him some slack for now. For now, you know, he did fight Superman, I guess. So I don't know. Wait, what? Yeah. In that Mission Impossible movie. Oh, okay. Gotcha. The one that he didn't see, Stephen. Yeah, that's right. Me neither. But that clip Mm -hmm. was inescapable. So, yeah. Reloading his arms. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the one that caused him to uh, do the reshoots with the mustache, the weird digital mustache removal stuff on Mm -hmm. Superman, right? On Justice League? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because they were like, Mm -hmm. he can't shave it off. We need him to fight in a bathroom. Or whatever. Right. By the way, why why do you have this masochism inside of you that you are going through all these movies for your podcast? Oh, the Again. DC movies. Yeah, and every other series that you're doing. Oh yeah. I mean, there's probably more like uh, series that you've done of movies that you didn't mm-hmm. particularly like. I mean, I'm gonna yeah. Uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Not my favorite. <laughs> But some of the other ones were really great. You had to balance mm-hmm. them out in these series, you know? And mm-hmm. sometimes we are just masochists. We're just like, hey, what would make this show? Like, nobody else, like, it wouldn't get more people to listen. It's not about, you know, <laughs> keeping the listeners we have. And we don't even yeah. like it. But, you know, we do <clears throat> like to put ourselves in those situations, apparently. Mm-hmm. I, I watch movies that I end up not liking for the mm-hmm. podcast. But that's only mm-hmm. if I haven't seen the movie before. Uh, I rarely pick movies that I have seen and didn't like <laughs> to watch mm-hmm. again and discuss for a podcast, unless I yeah. think I should reevaluate the movie and see if I maybe like it better on a second watch. That has happened for Erie International. Mm-hmm. But I rewatched movies that I didn't like the first time and ended up not liking that much the second time either. <laughs> so you can sometimes just revisit that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sometimes just revisit that. And it's like, Nope, this is still bad. I do not like this. But then you mm-hmm. really know. Yeah. yeah you're giving it a double shot. Some of those, though, Brent had seen, and I had not, like the like the first Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey, I hadn't watched them yet. And it's like, mm-hmm. we, we tried to watch Joker. We were going to do Joker on the show, which I had been avoiding because it just didn't, I just don't care about it. And then... We live in a society, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. We started we? it... And then mm-hmm. I had some life drama go on and I was like, this movie is just way too like mean. And, and I don't, I don't feel good watching this with like mm-hmm. real life stuff going on. And I have not cared. I, I sometimes pass it again on HBO max. I'm like, Oh yeah. I was like in the middle of that movie. And I'm like, uh, maybe someday, but what you did start it. Yeah. I was like halfway through Joker. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. And then, yeah, nothing. had really, not even maybe halfway, not nothing. had even really happened to make him the Joker, he'd been like beaten up and stuff, but like, it was all mm-hmm. like the before the change or whatever. I don't know what happens, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, that's one that I avoided and we were going to do for the show. And then I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I might revisit this someday, but it does not make me feel good. Like to watch no. it. Some people really love that movie. And I'm just like, but yeah, do you, do you like this movie? I don't know. I'm still confused as to what I think about it and mm-hmm. i watched it one year ago i believe yeah i don't know maybe a second viewing you know yeah changes i'll watch the how about i, I watch the second half and we'll meet in the middle yeah on the okay. show that'll work yeah mm-hmm. i know several people who 
watched that movie multiple times at the cinema and and put it on their favorite movies of all time list immediately i haven't watched it i do not mm. really have an opinion yeah but then again i know people who despise the movie <laughs> so yeah right mm -hmm. made a million bucks uh and a lot of enemies yeah <laughs> wait it made one million dollars uh i think a billion uh, a billion okay yeah, maybe a set of million really? i think so oh my god or close to oh what it made shit loads of money yeah let's 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 keep it at that amount that's Shit. the official okay. amount. That's definitely mm -hmm. correct yeah that's definitely mm -hmm. correct mm -hmm. the I amount of money you could release dropping a duke from a hang glider guys you've <laughs> got to listen to those outtakes otherwise that's not going to make any sense and if you did listen to the outtakes you came back to this you're laughing so much oh my it god even, it, you know it's not even a thing it's not even a thing at this point if you ever but. release that gopro material i'm i'm promising you your social media likes will go into the double digits. Oh, wow. Brent. Oh, my God. That's I'm confident worth it. saying that. Just putting it out there. Yeah. So I drop a, a deuce on film and I get into the deuce numerical range. Oh, wow. That's your, that's been your life goal. This is a game changer. <laughs> game changer right here. And by game changer, I mean just follow through with doing the thing I jokingly said I was going to do. Okay. Yeah. It's a commitment. It's going to change your whole life, man. Get ready. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Wow, you're gonna be recognized on the street. <laughs> I know. Like, oh man, I've seen that guy's taint. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. Let's talk about something more happy. Okay. I watched the Bob Ross documentary that oh, was just released on Netflix. That sounds lovely. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> uh, it's called Bob Ross: Happy Accident, Betrayal, and Greed. Oh wow! So I'm not that happy, actually. I, as Starts I was reading out with the title, happy little trees, and it ends with betrayal and greed. That's... As I was reading that that title on like the the Netflix thing, because it, it has the picture of him like I don't know if it's still on there, but it had his like show on Netflix for a long time, and I was like, oh, so they just released a new season of this. As I'm reading through the title, my jaw drops. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? He, is this like a different like series of paintings that he did? Yeah. Like closer to death like what happened that would have been amazing just, though right uh, yeah yeah uh, he, he, it, he's painting pictures of tom cruise ripping several toddlers <laughs> in half he finally changed into another artistic period enough with the uh -huh. trees and the bushes and yeah. the birds mm -hmm. and the mountains let's mm -hmm. uh, paint the seven circles of hell oh man <laughs> what, a what a change it's a it's a it's an interesting um documentary chronicles of course his um his life and how he got into painting and into having this this tv show for years and years and years and all the business aspects surrounding the tv show that are not as fun as the show is and they interview his his son i think he's the the one more or less guiding through the documentary and, mm -hmm. and friends of of bob ross's and and business associates and uh, several people um did not want to be interviewed um out of fear that they would get sued by the the mm. former business partners who are now the now own the name bob ross the oh wow bri bob ross incorporated there's this this couple mm, their name is maybe kowalski maybe something else <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> watched it yesterday um how, how should i remember the name oh exactly yeah um yeah, and, and they're making all the money uh, from all the products that they're hmm. selling. And, and the son is making nothing. <laughs> and uh, no one is making money except this couple that now 
claim they own the name. And... Interesting. Man, that sucks. Yeah, um, I mean, Bob Ross is, is a phenomenon, right? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think I watched his show 15 to 20 years ago, close to 20 years ago, probably. Really? He came to That's Germany funny. later. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a time when I was still at university, um, which means I wasn't really doing anything. So uh, <laughs> I, I had and I had, I had problems sleeping. So I always had the, the TV on oh trying to fall yeah. asleep. And, mm-hmm. um, and Bob Ross was always on very late. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a very calming way yes. to, to go to bed. So to yeah. listen to Bob Ross <laughs> and, and watch these watch him paint these these landscapes in half an hour and like after 20 episodes I was sure in theory I am a great painter I know everything now I've <laughs> I've never picked up a, a brush or anything mm-hmm. but I know exactly what I would have to do if I were to to pick up a brush and, and paint a paint a landscape um so yeah and from time to time when an episode is on and I think a couple of months ago I watched an episode on, on YouTube or so so mm-hmm. um it's it's a fantastic show, but yeah, there's a even to Bob Ross and the joy of painting. There's a dark side to Man. that, of course. Yeah, yeah. I I do like because the title. I guess people on there's like a lot of articles that I looked it up that were like, what was revealed in this documentary? Like, obviously that title is going to grab some people. And one of the first ones was, "Don't worry, everybody, he's still an unproblematic king." It's not about him. It's about the business dealings after his death. That's the betrayal and greed. You know, like, it's like, oh, we can breathe the sigh of relief. It's not like, you know, he's yeah. not Cosby or anything. You know, he's he's still he's yeah. still up there. Yeah. That's interesting. I hadn't heard of that. I certainly hadn't heard of that title before. I knew there was a new Bob Ross documentary, but that was it. So uh, that certainly grabbed my attention. Um, you saw it on Netflix, you said? Yeah. That's on? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Um. I watched a movie last night that I had barely heard of, but I was scrolling through Shudder and I just kind of picked a movie without reading much about it. And so I watched um, Lake Bottom, I guess is how you say it. Bodom, Bodom, um, last night. Have you seen that one, Andy? And you in particular, I wondered if you had seen it. Um, no, I have not. I think I've, I'm aware of the title, maybe. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 don't, I don't really know anything about the movie, no. Gotcha. So it's uh, apparently it's based on a true story. I didn't realize that until I looked it up this morning. But um, in 1960, there were four teenagers that were murdered in their tent on the edge of this lake in um, Finland, I guess. And so it's like this story that's gone around there, like this urban legend thing, because the guy was never caught. So this movie takes place, you know, years later, and some teens go back out there to reenact what happened due to like with the pictures from the crime scene and stuff. And then, you know, they get stalked again, basically, whatever. It's like a slash, like a Finnish slasher movie. But it was uh, it was super cool. I didn't know what to expect from it. I didn't watch a trailer. All I really knew was, you know, there was a murder here. This is like years later. They're going back to it. It's a slasher movie, you know, and uh, it really surprised me. I can't talk a lot about like plot stuff because it, it ends up being like pretty cool and and maybe different than you expect. Uh, but it's it was really well done. Um, my wife was trying to read next to me, so I figured I'd throw in a movie that I would read as well because it was had subtitles and everything. <laughs> and uh, that way it wouldn't distract her. She didn't know what was going on, especially if I want to show it to her eventually, which I do now. Um, but so far, Shudder just has so many great things. It's not one of their movies, 
one of their exclusives, but it's uh, it just brings me access to movies I hadn't heard of. I wouldn't have tried this really otherwise, but I just figured, you know, that sounds cool. I'll give it a shot. And it ended up being really good. I really liked it a lot, so I'd recommend it. Um, yeah, back to you guys. Probably not available <laughs> in Germany. <clears throat> uh, I wonder. I, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is. I uh, never know how to look there. Did you, did you say um, which year the movie was made? It was made in 2016. Oh, okay. Fairly yeah. new. It didn't look like much, um, like the the posters and stuff that I saw for it. Um, just looks like a generic slasher and stuff, but that's kind of what I was going for. But it, it actually was a little bit better than that. It actually had like better cinematography than I expected. I expect a little more low budget, but it was actually like, oh, this is like a real, you know, real deal film. Film it looks really good. So yeah, I think it was there's cool. a metal band that is maybe they're only called Bottom or, or something with Oh yeah, Bottom. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can. Fat children children of bottom. Sort of, oh, okay. Bottom. Yeah, I was close. I was close. Yeah. Is it like that? Like B-O-D-O-M? Yeah, exactly. It's a Finnish yeah. melodic death yeah. metal band. There you go, Brent. You should look them up. Let me know if they're actually any good, because I don't know. But Yes, let's just say yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Brent. Let me know. <laughs> I'll have a full report for you next episode. Okay, good. Brent's yep. rating of band bands. It's a metal band, so of course they're good. Yeah. Oh, that's not always the case. No, it is. He's <laughs> the guest. He said it, so you have to agree to it. I, I, okay. Yeah. The customer's yeah. always right. Yes, I get it. Exactly. Um, I looked it up on the Just Watch app, and it looks like Lake Bottom. Let's, let's I, go with Bottom, because it's fun to it. say. Yeah. Yeah, Lake Bottom. Hey. Um, it says the original title was just Bottom, mm -hmm. so maybe that's like internationally. internationally. Yeah. Um, I guess Shutter is like Netflix for like as far as like what movies it shows in different regions or whatever, mm -hmm. right? Because uh, you said you watched this on Shutter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's here. So, do, you, do you even have Shutter in Germany? That that's mm -hmm. where where Shutter differs from Netflix. Netflix is almost everywhere, and Shutter isn't. Shutter came mm -hmm. to Germany oh. a few years ago, but it was more or less destined to fail from the beginning, mm. um, and they didn't really do a good job. Uh, currently, so we still do have Shutter in Germany. I've not subscribed to Shutter um, mm -hmm. right now. It is only like an, an add-on channel to Amazon Prime. So you need oh, a Prime yeah. subscription oh. first, and then you can add Shutter to your Prime subscription. In the beginning, you could like directly subscribe to Shutter. That's not possible mm -hmm. anymore. Gotcha. Problem is, um, in the beginning, they... Often, there was God. Uh, and then later on, there was Shutter. Uh, <laughs> and the two, the two levels. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the 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 opposite, right? God mm -hmm. and, and Shutter. Yeah, uh, yeah. They no, they like they did a bad job uh, of not releasing their own productions um, mm. simultaneously. So, like this 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 interview show that I think Mickey Keating, the core, maybe it's it's called mm. the core or something. Um, they they didn't release that. I think now it is on on Shutter, but in the beginning it wasn't. And of course, with all the um, movies that are not Shutter productions or Shutter exclusives. There's often other distribution deals yeah. in the rest of the world, and that's of course also re uh, for for every streaming service. Not every movie that is on Netflix in, in America is in Netflix in, in in Germany because they have other distribution deals over here, and it's on some other streaming platform or no streaming platform. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, and of and then again um, the 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 rating system. So there's 
movies that are still banned in in Germany that might be on Shutter oh. or that are not rated in Germany, so you cannot release them here because you have to go through the the rating process, and they might not do that for their own productions or whatever. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's I don't think it really makes much sense to have a German Shutter subscription. Yeah. And for the longest time, mm -hmm. we didn't have a Prime subscription we do now because bianca is mm -hmm. back at university so for half a year she gets amazon prime for free oh yeah so we're using that right now but usually we're not subscribed to prime and i'm not subscribing to prime to then have a shutter subscription that right I'm yeah probably not using <laughs> yeah if it had more content like i know that um you know internationally they have all these different deals and stuff so it's like it's just so weird how you you might have something else totally like I, I couldn't look it up really for you i wouldn't even know how to start to be like oh well, like andy could watch this here you know like the movie you suggested today was on shutter that's how we watched it and i was like oh that's so great that's so simple especially with international movies uh, in america um the, like streaming services have brought those but then around the world it doesn't necessarily mean like that like bottom like bottom might not even be on shutter you know where you're at even if you went through all those steps to get that so with Erie International, yeah. we always have to check three countries if the yeah. movie is available to <laughs> all of us. Yeah. Uh, and and with American movies, you have a good chance. With horror movies, that makes it a little more complicated. Um, and especially mm. during the last year, nothing came out in, in, in Germany. Mm. Um, cinemas opened up in Germany in, in, I think, July of 2021. And so for at least half a year, all of the blockbusters that had come out, I think it maybe started with with wonder woman 84 which came out i think in november or december of last year mm -hmm. and that one didn't come out here and all everything that came oh, after no. like godzilla and everything did not come out oh wow <laughs> and then now now in june they dropped everything at once <laughs> like wow. every week there were like three movies that i wanted to see Crazy. and i mm -hmm. couldn't go and, and, and see all of them and and i think now we're more or less caught up uh, but i i missed a lot of movies that yeah. i usually would have gone to see uh, under normal mm -hmm. circumstances um but yeah it just didn't didn't work out um right now and and then with with smaller movies it's even uh even harder because if you can't release a blockbuster in such a oh, yeah. time you're not releasing any small movies <laughs> in, in in such a such a period where where cinemas are closed and um i think the the only viable way to release something is through a streaming service which means you need to get a distributions mm -hmm. deal through a streaming service and uh, everything that came out on on hbo max didn't really come out because we do not have hbo they have a deal with sky in europe so oh yeah mm -hmm. most hbo things go on sky no one has sky I mean, a lot of people have sky but only for sports usually mm -hmm. <laughs> they, they watch soccer on there um i don't have sky uh so yeah, and the the movie that I uh, suggested for you today, I knew it's on Shutter in the US because I knew people had watched it, mm. and it's a movie that I um, suggested for Eerie, or I, I asked David and Dave if they have access to it, and David said it's on Shutter in the US, and Dave didn't have access, mm. so otherwise ah. I would have suggested it for Eerie International, and it's not the first Suckers. time. I, just another movie um, 
uh, hadn't happened the same thing the same thing happened with a, with another german movie recently that i hmm. i asked david david if they had access and again um hmm. david can see it dave can't um because yeah german movies do not really often make it um to to america and that yeah oh we would talk about the movie later how it's it interesting though how it, yeah you guys would have to struggle with that to get three different countries, you know, where can we find this? Whatever. Where did where did you watch this movie? In Germany, it's on Netflix. It's just there. That's so funny. Yeah. Yep. Oh wow. And then everywhere else, you gotta like find a certain way. And I, of course, I would be able to to rent it like on, on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. or on, on on any other um, streaming service. Uh, yeah. It's it's a German movie, so it it's a fairly new movie. It's by a big director. Why are mm-hmm. we talking about the movie already? We haven't even started the segment yet. <laughs> we don't even mention the title. We're not going into it. Well, I wondered, Brent, did you have something you want to mention that you would have watched this week or whatever? I do. I had something that I wanted to run by both of you because I believe both of you have seen this film and um, I want to get your your take on it. Um, I watched a movie on Shudder here in the U.S. Um, Nicholas Cage movie from 2018 called Mandy. Oh, I, I've heard nothing I but good things about it. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen I it? I have not seen that yet, no. Oh, okay. Well, I was wrong immediately. Not the first time, won't be the last. Um, Andy, have you seen Mandy? I have seen it at a festival. I oh. saw it at a cinema. Yeah. Oh, Coachella. Yeah, it was a good time <laughs> yeah. there. Um, so I, uh, I, okay, so I'll, I'll keep this spoiler free for, for you, yeah. Stephen, here, mm-hmm. because Stephen, I, I would like to get your thoughts on this. Um, but... There was a lot of hype about this movie, and a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, this is like Nicolas Cage is incredible in this movie, and it's like he's back or whatever. And that new movie Pig mm-hmm. like recently mm-hmm. came out, um, and people are raving about that as well. So I feel like he's having a cage of of sorts. Yep. However, uh, boy, this movie was not for me, <laughs> not even a little bit, not even a little bit. Uh, it's very, very slow, and uh, which is not a big issue for me. Um, like I, I, I loved uh, Hereditary and Midsummer, and both of those are like very slow and deliberate. But boy, this one takes a real long time to get to the goddamn point. So, like, if you read the description of Mandy, you're like, oh, okay, so it's like a revenge movie, right? But man, it really takes a long time to get to the point where he needs to seek revenge. Um, I do think up to like halfway through the movie. Nicolas Cage's performance is very subdued from what you expect from him. But don't worry, he becomes Nicolas Cage by the end of the movie, so you're you're fine. If that's what you're wanting, that's he does get there. So The movie is so that. slow, the title only comes up uh at the halftime. <laughs> like <that>. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I watched uh, I yeah, felt the I movie was, was say, very I, draining. Um, mm-hmm. especially it might have been different watching it at home, but at a cinema, the the colors and the sound and everything, it it was exhausting watching the movie so i <laughs> I'm, I'm not one of the, the 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 people that praised the movie really? and I, okay. I had already heard all page. the praise when i when i saw it <laughs> and as i said it was at a festival fantasy film fest here in in nuremberg um and so they mostly show like genre movies horror movies science fiction movies and w- weird movies everything that's not really mainstream Asian mm. action movies and stuff. And that year, um, I think we watched a bunch of movies, definitely. And I, everyone 
that I talked to at the festival, they didn't really like the movie that much, but the Nuremberg audience is a very particular specific audience mm -hmm. they often mm. dislike because the, the the festival takes place in several cities and nuremberg often picks other movies as the best movies in the other cities mm. uh and but i think the the impact is very a lot of directors like that movie filmmakers like that movie so mm -hmm. I think it's an impactful movie and, and um, it, it's 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 like an I, I always hate when people say it's an immediate classic or immediate cult classic. But I think yeah. it, with Mandy, that really applies. Um, but yeah, I've not yet really felt the urge to give it another go. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm save, so excited. To save see terms it. like immediate classic for movies like Bumblebee or White Chicks. You yeah, know, the, the shit emoji that really movie. holds up. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, mm. the poo emoji. Oh my god. Classic. Oh my god. If you haven't seen it, holy shit. Literally. So uh, he becomes a pope. He becomes a pope. He's got oh, to hide wow. the top of his turd head with the. Uh, it's a. I don't want to spoil any yeah. more than I already have, but it's it's incredible. Um, but I, uh, Stephen, you. Mm. Mm, it's hard for me to recommend it because I did not enjoy it. Sounds like Andy did not enjoy it either. But I do want your take on it. If only there were a way to watch it at like, I don't know, one and a half times speed to really like get through it or whatever, you know, yeah. because it does like meander quite a bit. But then like when shit starts like popping off in the last half of the fucking movie, mm. it's like, oh, OK, so you just like what? Boy, the pacing seems like way off from here, but with this movie, I, I might actually agree with you. You should watch it on speed. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> take some speed. Take some speed. Do it at one point uh -huh. five. Get on. Get on a Greyhound. Excellent. You know. Mm -hmm. I can I, do I'm that. not saying it's a bad movie. I, I would never say that. Um, but your your assessment of it wasn't for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. it was probably kind of like the the diplomatic version of um i didn't like mm -hmm. it i wouldn't even say i didn't like it i think it was just i, I was i was i was drained afterwards yeah <laughs> so mm -hmm. at some point i might rewatch it um and and give it another go and, and see if i can take away more from it than the first time but yeah it, it wasn't like oh man i love this movie this is so great nicholas cage is so great and yeah, mm -hmm. which obviously you heard from other people or read from other people as well. No, heard. I, I don't, you know, I'm not. You don't read it. Yeah, I'm not going to read. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking read. Yeah. What am you, I? You saw pictures dork? of people dancing in the streets after having watched Mandy. Yeah, I was like, what am I going to fucking read a book after this shit, dude? No, fuck that, dude. No. So, like, Stephen, if, if you do decide to watch uh -huh. this, please let's talk about it on the show because it's, it's, I can't decide if it's. The movie itself is crazy, or the hype surrounding it is crazier. Mm -hmm. But it's it's kind of a wild movie. It's definitely been one of those that I've heard about, and I was I've mm -hmm. been meaning to watch. I'm really looking forward to it now. Obviously, mm -hmm. um, so we'll <laughs> yeah. see when I get to it. But it is one of those like I've you know I've heard so much about. So I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I'll I'll watch it someday for sure. The we'll the see. movie was so slow, and it took forever to get to. The point, like Andy was saying, is like halfway through, you get the titles because that's when like the movie becomes the description of the movie mm -hmm. where I was like during the first 45 minutes, I like paused the movie to check that I was watching the, the correct film <laughs> and I checked the like 
the the cover art for it on like the just watch app or whatever i'm like well nicholas cage is like on my screen and also on this cover image but is this the same is this Are we sure this is the is same this movie yeah because he looks covered in blood here and then over here it looks like a lumberjack so what is huh it's very confusing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. took a while to get there well that's good to yeah. know maybe that'll help me whenever i do watch it you know i'll go mm-hmm. into it a, a little not not expecting as much because i had heard all the really good things about it i fell you know before mm-hmm. this so now i'm like that'll temper my expectations a little bit it could be really good so at some yeah. point steven will watch mandy and like half an hour in he will say ah i'll finish joker god damn it you might be right that might totally happen just to brighten your day you'll finish joke (laughs) yeah right feel about better about yourself let me tell you my favorite anecdote about reading books because brent doesn't read books and um, yeah i'll I'll take this time to use the restroom then no no, it's 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 like um uh, it's an anecdote about a kindred spirit of yours Oh, that way. I was working at the cinema. Another uh, brown guy. Okay. When um, when the Lord of the Rings came out, first movie, mm-hmm. and after one of the showings, I was standing outside of the the screening room, and when all the people came out after the movie, and there was a couple, man and woman, coming out, and he said, "And now I'm gonna have to wait a year until I get to know." how the story continues and she says well you could read the book and he says i, I would read a book um mm-hmm. and was like he the the craziest idea one could ever have mm-hmm. was like yeah it's like like i would read a book mm-hmm. so so you guys know each yeah. other then brent you oh that's been, the end of the story you had been that's... in germany mm-hmm. i i maybe i was i don't know mm-hmm. look but, we're everywhere okay we have a secret society of non-readers of dipshits. You know, we're out there just out there not reading things where we go to order food at a chain restaurant. We don't even read the menu. We're like, hey, do you have this, this or this? Mm-hmm. Just tell me using word sounds. I need that. You just point at the pictures. Mm-hmm. Steven, there's a reason why we do a audio podcast and not fucking write articles on a website. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's because of this yeah and also like lazy yeah that's true yeah mm-hmm. i have to look through like different font choices and that's going to take a while like i don't i don't have time for that correcting typos is the worst mm-hmm. that's why yeah. i started a podcast because writing <laughs> just takes mm-hmm. takes way longer to mm-hmm. i just don't care uh with with talking um mm-hmm. if someone mm-hmm. wants to edit the podcast go ahead I won't do it. Uh, but writing something that I have to edit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's different. Too much effort. It definitely yeah. is a lot easier just to throw the podcasts out there. Like we used mm-hmm. to edit the fuck out of our podcast. And now we're like, eh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. We said it. It's fine. I'm moving on. I didn't write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't write this down. I don't need to make it be pretty. Oh, there was a. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you, you started waving and i was like why is steven waving and i looked up at the little box uh, above uh your head mm-hmm. i saw a little head floating by yeah it was nice 
I also might have been a phantasm of some sort. We might have one on my end eventually too, because I told him uh, I told Amanda, I told Amanda, Amanda. that Andy mm-hmm. was going to be on today. And I was, she was like, "Why am I going to Target while you're podcasting?" And I was like, "Papa didn't say hello, so we'll see." Is she hiding behind one of those doors behind we'll you, and at some we'll point. See. You, you have to guess. Yeah. <laughs> Pick this door or this door. <laughs> uh, yeah, she could be like the mailman, the mailwoman. She could knock mm-hmm. on the door and come in and bring us surprises. I hope I get cookies. Did, did you guys watch the movie Promising Young Woman? I haven't seen that yet. Mm-mm. Not yet, huh? Or good things. Is okay. it? Did, did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we we watched it recently. One of the oh, movies yeah. that just just came out in sure, sure, in yeah. Germany. And Bianca, when she, I don't know how she learned about the movie and what she actually read or heard about the movie, but she immediately decided she wanted to see it without watching a trailer or knowing anything mm. more that then she knew at that point. Um, so when it came out like last week, we immediately went and watched it and yeah, uh, it's, it's really good. Um, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Bianca loved it. Uh, it was one of her favorite movie experiences. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, she was really, really impressed by it and I really liked it too. Um, I feel a little, hmm, not quite in the position as a man to talk about the impact mm-hmm. of the movie so i think the 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 impact on my wife was different than on myself because the obvious <laughs> differences and different experiences um yeah, probably. yeah. But, penis and vagina there we go i mean you need some sensitivity training putting it a bit You're welcome that's the difference that's the differences everyone has buttholes we can all agree everyone has buttholes i think that's a little ableistic uh, of you that's true everyone has buttholes. but where does the butthole or your your poo come out of if not the butthole like a tube in a bag maybe yeah brent that's very a tube in a bag yeah that's very not, not very sensitive of you yeah Did someone get their butthole matrixed like neo's mouth you remember that scene yeah, that's, uh, that's, Hello? that's that's part four. I think, my, I think I muted my mic again. Yeah. Hold on. When part four come out, comes out, you will regret everything. Buttholes, buttholes. Check one, two. Yeah. One, two. Check. Check buttholes, buttholes. Can you hear me? Okay. I think we're back in business here. So this is like part part two of the hang glider experience. Oh, uh-huh. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Backwards hang glider. Mm-hmm. Um, well, um, uh, did you want to get into the main topic, or do people have other things they want to mention? I'm good. That's what pretty much what I watched. So, yeah, mm-hmm. let's move on. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Not going anywhere with this. I could mention this book and uh, this comic book and this uh, Netflix series. You can mention but... whatever you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. We welcome it all. Uh, no, it's just depressing stuff, and uh, oh, we have a. We love that happy movie to talk about oh well that's true now, yeah we want to keep promising wo- young yeah. woman let me uh on a path i don't know how i found it uh this book know my name mm-hmm. by chanel mm-hmm. miller the survivor uh, this is what it says on the book the survivor of the stanford sexual assault case tells her story uh people might know the name brock turner who yeah was the um, oh, i know that <laughs> 
because not, he assaulted Chanel Miller. Not a good guy, right? Yeah, I'm like not, those, not a good guy. Yeah, he he, he is the perpetrator in the, the Stanford player? sexual assault case. Yes, yeah, yeah he yeah. was a swimmer. A Stanford swimmer. swimmer. Okay, yeah, he's like a, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Chanel Miller for the longest time was only known as Emily Doe, and a few yes. years ago she released this memoir. Uh, no, my name. Okay. I hadn't heard that. Okay, Chanel Miller. Um, I'm about a hundred pages into the book, and she's a great writer. Uh, it's a great book. Um, it's a well illuminating look, just yeah. as promising young woman uh, on on how women have to behave or how women have to deal with a patriarch society. Mm-hmm. So, if you're interested in in a depressing story, but um, but a necessary one learn, learn a lot mm-hmm. uh know my name by chanel miller right on brent's not what gonna be supposed to sit yeah but... look look my whole thing is i like to joke around that i i don't read and i'm anti-book but like how how am i how read the book everyone read the book it's, it's, you you like it's you invited me at a weird time where I just consumed depressing stuff mm-hmm. uh so it happens um, uh, I, I read German books recently. That's what I could talk about, but you can't. And I can't even <laughs> recommend these books to your listeners because they're only in German. So I had to mm-hmm. pick something else. And that was only depressing stuff recently. You already mm-hmm. talked about The Suicide Squad. That's the other movie that I watched in cinemas. The first oh, movie yeah. that I watched at a cinema after one and a half years of not being able to go to the cinema. The, was The Suicide wow. Squad? Yeah. What do you what do you think of the experience of that going back? Is that like a big enough, good enough movie for you? Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. That worked um, for you. I mean, James Gunn was the reason to go back to the cinema for me. There you go. Um, I, I early on said um, that at the latest, when the Suicide Squad is coming out, that's when we're going back to to the cinema mm-hmm. because of James Gunn. Right on. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, I like that one. It was a lot of fun. Watched it at home, of course, but um, mm-hmm. that was that was a good experience too. It was we had three different kinds of experiences because Brent watched most of that on his iPhone too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's how movies are supposed to be watched. That's right? tr- that's true. Yeah, yeah. In maybe that's why in, I didn't like Mandy so much as I watched phones. it on my TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should yeah watch it smaller. What was that service called? Quibi or was that? Oh the, yeah, that, Quibi. That, app with like short yeah, the, content <laughs> did not last mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i'm I sure it will come I, i'm sure it will come uh, yeah. back not not maybe quibi uh, exactly but a service like that will come back at some point maybe I'm they're ahead sure. of their time yeah i think they were like the the first that tried but mm-hmm. give it a few years and i'm sure there will be someone um successful with a with a model like that. So Brent, maybe someone with like a, a brand name, like a Steven Spielberg will get on top of something like that. Oh, and yeah. Really like bring it forward into the future, you know, maybe. Oh, wait, I just Uh-oh. checked and uh, he was part of Quibi. Okay. Well, <laughs> fuck. Okay. Well, that didn't work. No, you need like a Jake Paul, you know, mm-hmm. yep. to really elevate it. Bring in a YouTube exactly, star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that that'll do it. Or maybe like mm-hmm. TikTok star. Got to bring them into it, you know? Yeah, I feel like everything is either going to be TikTok or just like a regular like feature length movie. That's that's the gamut we're running right so, now. That's yeah, like streaming stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 
I'll just speaking of feature length <laughs> movies. Yeah. Everything is either TikTok or the Snyder Cut. That's oh. it. That's it. So Mitch, you're covered. Yeah. Either Several way. times over. <laughs> but yes, speaking that's, of feature length movie. That's film. why I went back to reading books. Because the Snyder Cut and TikTok not not in my world. Yeah. Showed you back out. That's what I just want to go live in the woods and I'll just ignore TikTok like I have been. You know, and that'll work for me. I'll just keep watching the movies I always grew up on. I don't need new stuff. You know, I'll just keep watching mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller's and, you know, <laughs> Stargate. I don't know. These are just movies that I, I'm going through right now in my head. Mm-hmm. Just not pay attention to any of this other TikTok stuff. It's just, I don't want to yeah. deal with it. I'm, I've, I think I've entered that, that age where I can confidently say, oh, the young kids can keep that. Uh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Same. I, mm-hmm. I have paper. I, again, with that that realistic digital paper you held up earlier, that was amazing. I'm, mm-hmm. It's crazy. <laughs> Haven't seen that in a while, right? Seen it in a long time. It's like, whoa, Look, wow. Yeah. Here's a, here's a what? A pen. Like a crazy. Real pen. Yeah. yeah. I honestly do a lot of things digitally, but I, you know, every once in a while, paper's what you need. So mm-hmm. you do you, man. You do you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about those kids and their TikTok. Um, so you got to get into the main feature then? Does Let's sound good? do that. The, so, Andy, you had recommended this uh, movie yes. for us to watch. Which well, is, uh-huh. I, have, I didn't recommend it. I suggested it. Okay, so you recommended and suggested it. That's a different mm-hmm. thing because I it's, haven't you seen recommended, I cannot recommend something that I haven't seen. Okay. Mr. Peller, did you or did you not recommend a suggestion? Hmm. I prepared something here. Oh. I don't know if you... Uh, Astra, hey. Because the movie takes mm-hmm. place in a bar in Hamburg and they drink Astra in Hamburg. And mm-hmm. I did not really I didn't really prepare it, but watching the movie today I realized just coincidentally I have a couple of Astras oh, in my fridge. Awesome. Uh, so I thought I will open myself an Astra Love for it. the discussion okay. about the golden glove. Now, is this beer or is this soda? What is this? Beer, of course. Oh, but well, of course. The disdained. Yeah. <laughs> so I was beer. wondering, so this is the beer. Salute. Like they had there. I mean, they had several types of beer sure. in, in the movie, but you can see mm-hmm. several bottles and, and, and also like signs above the, the bar, the, mm-hmm. the, the counter in the bar uh, mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm. Astra. Astra is like the probably the most famous uh, beer from from northern germany from from hamburg that's why i could get it in in the south of germany yeah. um and and but i can it's, it's not a beer that you can just get anywhere where where i am mm-hmm. but i i happened upon a few bottles just the other day and okay. thought to myself let's take an ostra home and it's perfect i don't know i see that i can now enjoy this beverage um uh, while we're discussing this movie this is this is interesting because as I was watching the movie, I noticed another drink and I was very excited to track it down and get it for this episode. However, I could not find it, oh. but we'll get into it as we get further into the discussion. But uh, today we're going to do a spoiler filled discussion of The Golden Glove, which is a movie from 2019 from what I could tell. I don't know if that's like that is correct. Just like overall mm-hmm. or just here in the States or whatever. But uh, but yeah. So uh, it's available to stream on Shutter here in the States. And I guess the places where Shutter might be prevalent or yeah, whatever. I maybe. don't know. 
I don't know, Netflix, <laughs> other places. You could fucking find it. Just download the Just Watch app and just, just type that shit in. I don't know. God, why is this? This is bad. You're doing great. But You're anyway. doing great. Okay. Anyway. Um, Andy. Zenu, help me. Before the show, I was asking you how to say this in German, but I didn't get the full title. Could you read the German title for this movie? So in German, it's called Der Goldene Handschuh, which is in English just... German Hansu. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a, a, a biopic about uh, the famous actor. Um, why they mm-hmm. made a German biopic about Jamon Hansu, I have no idea. Who knows? Um, it's a weird choice. Uh huh. Um, but that's, that's definitely what I watched, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it'll be. Really oh, yeah, the, so the, the the golden glove is just a translation of yeah. uh, the golden Hansu. So it's it's the same mm-hmm. title, just in English. Now, Brent. We were talking about this Hello. before. Did you uh-huh. did you catch this that this that a glove in German is handshoe? It's just a hand shoe. Yeah, I noticed I that. I love like, it. It's it, like, my favorite. Like golden is like the American spelling. It just has an e mm-hmm. at the end of it, I believe, and then hand, and then just like some more letters after it. Yep, you got so I'm it. Like, oh, hey, <laughs> we're really not that different after all. You know, we're all we're all a little. This bit is the same. movie that yeah. made you think. Yeah, we have serial killers too. Look, it's a hopeful, inspiring yeah. film. Mm-hmm. It really makes you take a look at people around the world and be like, "Hey, it's all bad. It's, yeah. it's all bad. It's all bad it's, everywhere. Reality is bad, <laughs> and it always has been. You know, going back yeah. to the seventies. That's when it first started. So let me tell you why I yeah. picked this movie, or why I suggested this Please. movie. And this comes back to me reading books again. I, I'm not a huge it was available. reader. Um, uh, but from time to time, I have these like phases where I read books and then I get distracted and do something else. But mm-hmm. um, recently, I've, as I mentioned, I, I've read a, a couple of German books. And this goes back to last year when I developed a nice little like cultural identity crisis. Mm. Um, you might remember that the last time that I was on the podcast, we decided that I'm a bad German because I knew so much about like American culture mm-hmm. and, and read ton of codes and whatever. Um, but you had dreadlocks too, so that was yeah, it's good luck. That was kind that of was weird, atypical for Germany. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. absolutely. Mm. Uh, the last time that I had that I had hair. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so I decided, I actively decided that I need to consume more culture from Germany, read mm-hmm. books in German again and buy German authors and I research German authors because the thing is I I like genre stuff a lot like horror and, and, and things and mm-hmm. that's not really prevalent in Germany that much. There's not really many authors that write successful mm-hmm. um, horror novels or, or make genre movies because it's just it's expensive and we're not we don't have enough um, of an audience for these kinds of movies. So, um, but it's still a thing that I uh, wanted to do more. And just recently, um, I, as I said, I, I went and got me some books by authors that I that I liked and read some German books. And um, doing that research and listening to podcasts and, and um, looking for books, I came upon Heinz Strunk, which is the author of the book 
the movie is based on. Mm -hmm. I, I had read his very first novel, which is called Fleisch is mein Gemüse. In English, that would be Meat is my Vegetables. It's a more of a... Nice. Uh, uh, um, it's It's autobiographical and it tells his story from when he was in his 20s and he was working as a as a musician playing the saxophone and, and flute in a in like a party band like a band that would get booked for for um weddings and other mm -hmm. festivities and and so um and in his 40s he became successful as a as a novelist beginning with flashes manga muse and that book i had read back then when it came out like like 17 years ago or so and and he wrote the book um the golden glove um which came out i think in 2016 i haven't read the book yet um but i'm interested in reading it and it was like his bigger like literary success um earned him his first nomination for a bigger literary award in in germany and i think it was the first of his books that was right really dark <laughs> the the other books are more informed by his own life and more humoristic and mm. um the golden glove is a like it, it's a true crime story mm. um heinz Strunk, he he lives in hamburg and he became a a patron of that bar the golden glove and hmm. uh, he befriended the the owners of the bar and at some point they said to him well there's there's so many anecdotes surrounding this bar and there's so much stuff happening here you at some point you should write a book about what's what's going on here and didn't really know what to do with that and then at some point he thought well the the, the fritz honka story could be an angle Mm. To, to write a story about this bar and so he he researched the case he got access to the city archives to read all the the court files um about the the trial and then ended up writing this this book about fritz honka and the the murders mm -hmm. and fritz honka had met all his victims at this bar the golden glove and that's why the the golden glove is like the, the center point of the story and the, the title for the story and the book became fairly successful and fatih akin the director of the movie he's also from mm -hmm. hamburg he's the son of turkish immigrants but he grew up in hamburg close to where all this happened so the, he knew the surroundings he had probably heard of the the the, the story I'm not quite sure Fatih Akin was born in 73 Fritz Honka was arrested in like 75 mm -hmm. I think the trial was in 76 so he was a bit a little bit too young um Heinz Stunk was old enough to remember this case from his youth he was in his teens I think when Fritz Honka was arrested um but Fatih Akin was drawn to the um to to the book because as i said he knew the surroundings he knew the area so he was familiar with the milieu with the with the people there um so he wanted to make that movie um and then another fun fact you remember the the greek family of course mm -hmm. in the in the movie and mm -hmm. the the head of the family the father that you see a few times in the movie yeah that's a the the actor is, is from a greek family he has been in most of fatih akin's movies so he's a friend mm -hmm. um no yeah also from hamburg and now here's the fun fact in the movie 
he is playing his own uncle. His uncle was that Whoa. neighbor. Crazy. <laughs> so there's a weird, like, really personal connections for Fatih Akin and for that act, for yeah, that yeah. actor to be in that movie. The scene in the movie when the maggots come through the the mm -hmm. ceiling. Lovely scene. As far as I know, that's not in the book. That is something that the cousin told that actor oh. and the film crew that that is something that happened in that apartment. So they put it Gross. in the movie. Um, so this is a uh, yeah the the background for the the story and the and the the book and the movie. So researching um, said authors and books, I thought, well, I, I would like to read that book. I would like to see that movie. Uh, and then you invited me on your podcast, and Perfect that's timing. why I mm -hmm. had to watch that movie. I don't know if it was good timing. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe you. Uh, you had a different experience and said, yeah. well, well, we're never, never going to ask him uh, <laughs> back on the show if he keeps making, making us this watch episode good, these yeah. kinds of movies. Uh, it. <laughs> and we know that that our friend Mitch uh, had a prediction how Brent would take the movie. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't see so, that. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I did the, uh, the social media post on Friday night uh -huh. uh, for us here in the States. Uh, it was Friday night as I was like starting the movie. I thought, let me go ahead and post this. Then I'll go ahead and start the movie and we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah, so yeah. I started watching this before. Like I was sitting in bed and I thought, let me check out like the first few minutes of this just to get an idea of the, the tone. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, this is not, this is not bad. Like I, I'm kind of like, with it um but then as i'm like watching this on my phone like every movie's intended yeah. i have an, an alert pop up from mitch on my screen <laughs> that's like oh boy i can't wait to see what like brent thinks about this because it's it's gonna be crazy and um you know much like only fans i have thoughts uh, steven oh, -H 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 hey. um because this is uh boy this movie this movie was something. Um, this, this this was a lot. It's a lot for me. Uh, the the, the story know. is about Fritz Honka, who murdered four women in the in the early seventies in in Hamburg. Um, he frequented this bar, the Golden Glove, which is a bar uh, that it's the type of bar where you go when everything else has already closed. So when, mm. uh, uh, at least in in Germany and especially in um in in the 70s um bars actually closed at some point but there's that like this this one bar that is always open or that opens late because mm -hmm. they know everyone else um who's like living on alcohol and is not ready to go home they they, they come to that bar so it's a, like this this subculture of alcoholism and prostitution and like people that didn't really have the 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 a great hand dealt to them in life mm -hmm. and Fritz Honka was one of those um he came from a troubled family uh and of, then again something that we also need to keep in mind this is like the the generation that was still very much impacted by the war um they talk about it was, in interesting ways yeah yeah. Uh, so where the like the the parents um, fought in the war or had been taken to concentration camps, like uh, Fritz Honka's father mm -hmm. was for being a communist. Uh, Fritz Honka grew up in in homes, um, and there's a lot of uh, violence in in these people's history in their yeah. families, and 
in their own families for Tsonka, um, which the movie does not mention. Had like I think two children from from two different women. He was yeah, married wild. Um, to one woman. They divorced. They married again. I think they divorced again. And there was always a lot of violence and, and alcohol. Um, and and that is what what the movie is basically about you see people drinking it's not only about Fritz Honka you see all these other people in that bar you get to know some of these characters that are just always there and always drinking um, and Fritz Honka took women home with him he didn't kill all of them he killed four um, yeah, he didn't others kill all that of just them. Live- so. yeah I mean he's not really a bad guy <laughs> like, when you have such a, a charismatic and good looking guy <laughs> like he's gonna get the ladies that's fine <laughs> That, yeah. is, that is that is the thing. Um, you wouldn't think that women would go home with this guy, but these women were in even worse mm-hmm. conditions than mm-hmm. he was. A lot of these women didn't have a place to go or to stay. They yeah. um, they went home with guys just to have a bed for the night and and get something to drink and 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 maybe a meal. Um, they prostituted themselves uh, just to have somewhere to stay and Fritonka had these like these yeah, power fantasies maybe maybe that's a term probably not 100% correct maybe there's I'm sure there's a better term for that but if the if the women didn't really act like he wanted them to act he, he became violent and he killed some of them and stored their bodies or parts <laughs> of their bodies bodies so uh, behind his walls in their uh, in his apartment um uh, and the the stench must have been terrible it gets mentioned in the mm-hmm. in the movie mm-hmm. um but of course and that's a, that's the good thing about the movie that you don't really um smell the the stench yourself as a viewer yeah smell the, the vision not good for the, this one mm-hmm. The movie is very raw and direct about yeah. its topic and about the the actions. Um, it doesn't really shy away from pointing the camera at some things. Of course, a lot of the actions are are hidden behind walls, but um, they show the, the sound lot. is always yeah. there. You, yeah, you, you hear you hear the saw going through the neck. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they do that was one of the noted things. Yeah, that was one of my notes. Is like the Foley work in this movie is great and disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was, it was <laughs> rough, especially that first yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was intense, man. Like just everything. Like even after he he cuts up that first lady, he's like carrying it in a suitcase or like part mm. of her her uh, her body parts like in a suitcase, and it's the sound of like sloshing around in there was just like yeah. unnerving to me. Yeah, it was really well done to to kind of keep up that nastiness of it all uh Mm -hmm. just through sound throughout a lot of those parts it was enough of like the gross factor in a second i would like to hear your your opinions and your takes on the movie but first i would like to ask you if you are aware or if you have had heard of fatih akin as a director before no i uh i looked up the stuff on wikipedia after the movie and stuff but i don't think i'd seen any other works from him yeah okay did he uh direct paddington 
or is that uh, is that a different don't think so okay that's not maybe okay then no just... i haven't seen paddington but i thought well maybe if it like <laughs> it was that guy i bought them yeah. i bought paddington <laughs> one and two recently so i thought maybe if they're related no that'd be a good double feature but yeah you know. i don't know most no. of the movies that he has actually so yeah i mean of course again german movies not mm-hmm. that big in in other countries but i know that um the movie that he made before the golden glove in the fate with um Oh. We would call her Diane Kruger. You would call her Diane Kruger. Mm-hmm. Um, won a Golden Globe for for best foreign movie. So I thought maybe that was one that you maybe peripherally um, had heard of. No, and it looks good though. It's interesting. The movie Head On uh, was uh, very mm-hmm. big in Europe at the time when it came out in two thousand four, and was the first movie that put Sibel Kikli on the map for a bigger audience and she's known through uh, through game of thrones now uh, oh. in in gotcha in, in other parts of the world mm-hmm. um so okay hadn't heard anyway. of those though before um yeah that's cool though um so would you recommend both of those i guess i have not seen him? in the fate i have not seen every fucking movie i i gotcha. saw head on back then it's mm-hmm. also very raw it's about like Turkish experience um, between a man and a woman in in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 a it's a good movie. Yeah, uh, Fatih Akin is, is one of our bigger directors. He gotcha. makes good movies. Um, but yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe the Golden Glove um, turned you off of his work forever. I don't know. Um, no, not for me. <laughs> um, I I first off, I wanted to say that I did not watch this movie with my wife. I brought that up to Brent as I started it. <laughs> Uh, cause he, he made a joke, not watching this with my in-laws and, uh, I got like, I mean, the first part where he's like sawing that lady up, I was like, oh yeah, this isn't for them. But then mm-hmm. Amanda came in the room and she was really tired and she was going to take a nap on the couch. And I was like, I put on, I was like, I'm going to put this movie back on then. And she's like, that's fine. I'm just going to sleep. And like, I started back up and I was immediately uncomfortable because I was like, I just know this is not for her. It's so gross. Um, so for me, uh, and, and- you like to kill time as you're watching mm-hmm. movies, like doing other things, you know, just keep your hands yeah. busy. And you had recently been pon- polishing your saw collection. I was doing that. Which is, yeah. Which is like a confluence It'll, of events. Yeah. Don't read into yeah, it exactly. or whatever. But do we have heavy duty trash bags? Yeah. Can can you fit inside one? Never mind. Yeah. I, I'll get someone else. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's for recycling. Yeah. Oh, my God. Make a big deal about everything. But, uh, it was really, uh, I, I think Brent had a similar experience with his wife, Ezekiel, uh, mm-hmm. about that. Um, her, she didn't watch this as well, right? No, I talked to her about it the next day. And I was like, here's what the movie is about. And she was like, oh, this sounds like something that's more up my alley than yours. I was like, yeah, probably. Oh, because you're crazy. Then yeah. <laughs> you like murder everything, murder podcast, murder or like true crime, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, this might have been it. Like if it were an actual like documentary, I would probably say, hey, you should yeah. probably watch this. But for whatever reason, I feel like since it's um, it, it involves actors, there's more of a barrier there. Um, mm. and I told her, you know, it's a foreign language movie and she's like, Oh, are the subtitles a lot? And I compared it to train to Busan in that, like there are subtitles, but it's not like an overwhelming amount. Mm. It's not like you're reading the entire time. We did, uh, that same director's follow-up movie, uh, is it like psychokinesis or whatever? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there Been were like constant that. subtitles. There was like so much stuff to read constantly that I would miss stuff like 
actual like visuals in the movie but i don't think this was like too cumbersome like oh, i didn't know it was fine there yeah. a few times where i had to like tap back to see what something or uh, something that someone said but it wasn't like overwhelming in that way yeah and there wasn't a lot of dialogue in this one that i felt like uh, it was mostly visuals like you can get the gist of it you know it wasn't like uh-huh. wasn't like yep. these big <laughs> soliloquies or whatever you know it's like this, mm-hmm. this little thing mm-hmm. he's just i'm very people, interested so. in the english yeah. subtitles because the Netflix in Germany, they they don't provide English subtitles for this movie, only German ones. Um, yeah. But because there's a, it's a very rough language uh, in in this environment. These mm-hmm. these people at that bar, they don't speak very polished German. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I would would be very interested for for some of the translations. Um, yeah, I'm curious. What they're saying because I, mean, I talked to. Some things. I talked like, to David yeah. at some point when the when the first season of Dark came mm-hmm. out, and I know that sometimes like there's a there's a bad word and there's an equivalent in English, but maybe the connotations are quite the same. So maybe in German it's not quite as bad as it is mm. in English. And the the example in Dark was when I said, well, in the first season there's like at least two instances where they use the German word that would be translated into English as cunt. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, that yeah. word definitely was not in the subtitles. <laughs> 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 but I didn't look it up. And, 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 and similar things are in, in, um, in the Golden Glove. There's this one uh, instance where, where one of the, the bar patrons says, I could eat pussy like potato salad. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's in there. That was definitely, yeah, that was definitely in the English subtitles of that. Uh-huh that that's where i had to like back up the uh the the movie like 10 20 seconds or whatever because i got so distracted with like the mental image of that (laughs) that i was like wait wait hold on let me digest this yeah and then vomit it back out into the ether yeah because it was and and these are sentences that heinz strunk the author of the book learned at that bar either overhearing them by patrons or being told that someone had said that at that bar so he he took a lot of this this language just from people at that bar and uh, worked it mm-hmm. into the book and then they also worked into the movie well that makes me feel even it, better it, it that felt really authentic. happened yeah some guy yeah. really said that lovely lovely <laughs> image <laughs> yeah. i will say so uh speaking of like what's true and not in this thing I had read the description whenever you sent it like a week ago um, when you suggested this movie for the podcast. And then I hadn't read it again before I, I watched the movie, um, which was yesterday before the show. And I, so I didn't know it was a true story until like the very end. I don't remember it even saying oh. it's like based on a true story in the beginning. If it did, I missed it. But at the end, it starts showing photos of the real place. And I was like, I, so that's when I learned it. And I was like, oh my fucking God. This like mm-hmm. yeah. throws the entire movie in a different light to me because it was yeah. one thing to watch that as like someone just made this up and here's like a weird story. But then to know like, oh, so much of this was like it. the apartment they built looked so much like his real apartment. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, yeah. that's disgusting. And the you bar, know? too. So the owners yeah. of the bar even said that they did a fantastic job in recreating that bar. It looks oh, wow. like the looks like the real place. And yeah. my first comment after the movie was this is what most true crime fans probably don't want to see yeah. this this whole uh-huh. true crime phenomenon <laughs> is a weird thing yeah um yeah, there is, so true crime as as entertainment as like this 
this mm-hmm. thrilling thing to listen to it's mostly podcasts but there's also like magazines and tv shows and stuff like that uh, it, it's 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 a weird phenomenon i'm I'm, yeah. I'm torn about about it and this movie i think is is so raw and and like that that strangulation scene at the end goes on forever oh. and the camera camera just stays on it there's no editing or anything yeah. and it feels visceral and real and you can imagine that this is how it goes down if yeah. you strangle yep. a woman <laughs> things falling off the off the shelves and and stuff yeah and i think that every true crime fan which weirdly are a lot of women Mm-hmm. should watch that movie <laughs> and, and and see how it goes down uh and, and um i think a lot of people would would shy away from from the, yeah. from the movie yeah. it was definitely very gross uh, and dark that way yeah yeah Andy, what you said crystallizes my exact thoughts on why i stay the fuck away from like true crime stuff but my wife just loves it so much like it's insane to me like that's her marvel cinematic universe is hearing all these like true tales of stuff and like if it's a movie and it's like fictionalized or roughly based on true events i can get myself in a headspace to where i'm like okay this is just like someone making a movie and they're just like they're they're telling a story and they're using murder as uh, a storytelling mechanism or something to that effect right uh, but every time I hear uh, her listening to um, a true crime podcast, God forbid she's listening on Airbud. She's just got it playing on the speaker on her phone about all this gross like murder shit. I can't help but but like have my mind immediately go to this really happened to some poor victim somewhere. And now it's being used as fodder for entertainment. That's like, where my mind goes. Mm-hmm. And it's so like heart wrenching to me. And I I knew from the description that was like on Shutter. I I think it mentions in there that it's based on a, a true story or mm-hmm. something like that. So as I was watching this movie, I was like, I was hoping that I misread it because it was so disgusting immediately, right? And I'm watching this movie, and as it gets to like the credits of the movie, and it shows um, images of like the the actual people and everything, they. I was like, did they breed these people to look exactly like this murderer and these victims and everything? Because they they looked fairly similar to me. Yeah, yeah. And then it looks like images of the set that they took. But I'm like, oh, this is like the actual uh, attic apartment that he lived in. This is the actual bar. This and everything looked so well designed that if you didn't know that this wasn't based on a true story, it would just be like, oh, so they just decided to, they had some extra pictures of lying around of like set design and stuff they threw in the back yeah. end of this. But it it wasn't, it it was where this stuff happened. <laughs> I mean, these places, these places still exist. Of course, the apartment doesn't exist the way that it looked back then, but the bar still exists. It's still open. The, yeah, it's, that's it's still in the hands of the same family. The, yeah. the sons have now taken over the, that bar. <laughs> um, so you, you can go there and... and, and nope. The, the, the Golden Glove, later on became known as the honka stube which means like the honka room so people called that oh. bar the the honka room and nowadays there's even a sign that says the, the golden glove the honka room wow um yeah the true crime thing i um i i used i i wouldn't say i'm not interested in true crime i've, I've read several books that i would 
considered true crime books. Like 20 years ago, I read John Douglas's first book that the show Mindhunter is based on. I think it's oh, just yeah. called Mindhunter in English. Um, and I, I read a lot about like profiling. And I mm -hmm. was always, I, I, I recently thought about that. And I think I was always more interested in the, in the profiling side of the serial killer thing than in the killer side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I don't know. There's this like I listen to the radio in the morning in the kitchen, and and that radio station has a true crime podcast, and it's called The Creepy Hour, and the title alone gives me the creeps because it already mm -hmm. feels like an entertainment show. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. really like a well-researched documentary. Um, more like a, a show that tries to scare people with real events and, and it mm. is, is a it's, it leaves a weird aftertaste uh, mm -hmm. in my opinion and that's what i like Same. about the movie yeah. it's, it's definitely not a movie that you throw on to have a good time or that you it's not, it's not a comfort movie at all that's what it doesn't want mm -hmm. to be it's an uncomfortable movie yes. and it wants to show you <laughs> um how these things uh, go down in in real life and wants to confront you with the reality mm -hmm. of these um, of these people um, that lead lives that we can't really imagine and acts that they or some of them them do and how that would look when mm -hmm. when a man kills a woman in his apartment and like a, that michael bolton song you know mm. yeah oh wait that's when a man loves a woman so I, basically sorry. the same I thing just, it, i conflated them mm -hmm. yeah someone gets hurt that's <laughs> that's true that's very true oh man yeah, yeah. Love is the ultimate yeah. true crime, right? Am I right? <laughs> oh my it's God! Very Steven. poetic. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was a battlefield of wounded hearts. <laughs> uh, hey, you have that beer you just uh, brought back up again. You talked about them being such alcoholics in this. It it really creeped me out how much they would drink. But they had like a bottle of like clear liquid that they would mostly drink from. That was like tall. Was that vodka? Or do you know, was that like a specific like German thing? Um, he would pour like half glasses of it. It looked like yeah. it was like crazy amounts. It's a... Um, it's it a, seemed fine to me. It seemed manageable. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see what the problem was. Uh, it's, it's corn. It's a, it's, a, it's a schnapps made from, oh, schnapps. from grain. From grain. They mentioned schnapps in it. Yeah, his brother gets drunk on that or yeah. whatever. Yeah, okay. So it's a, a clear schnapps. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, they, they just down these these bottles uh, i read some numbers um the the amount of alcohol that was found in in fritz honka's blood and mm. all of us would be dead yeah right that amount of mm. alcohol in our blood. but they you gotta work just, at it to get that they're good drinking mm. it like water yeah um, they like literally fill like water glasses like halfway and just yeah. drink them and i'm like yeah. that that looks like hard liquor it's not just like drinking beer or whatever like they're yeah. drinking something schnapps now you know but yeah. something hard and i'm like wow like it is so much they do like glass after glass like that i mean and these are heavy addicts they need yeah. that to function it's yeah. like like Oof. heroin addicts that if you didn't get your shot you you're just not functioning your mind yeah. doesn't function your body doesn't function and they they need the alcohol to live and that's a such a such a sad moment in the movie when he has his first drink again because he stops mm -hmm. drinking for a while and then at some point he, he he takes that first drink again and you know okay now now it's over <laughs> yeah 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 and he immediately goes and buys bottles and bottles of alcohol and they found bottles of bottles um, bottles after bottles of alcohol yeah uh, that's in crazy his, in his apartment There's a and lot. the for the people that didn't see the movie he only was found out because there was a fire 
in in the apartment building and the, the fact that that the... happened like that was in the movie but then i was like again like at the end they're like yeah that's how he was caught i'm like yeah. what a weird yeah. thing to happen right like he was like firefighters went in there and yeah. found body parts in his apartment he would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those damn firefighters oh my you god know? he would have just kept living like and they show at the end like that diagram of his apartment and like the areas that body parts were found and it's like he has that one main area that we see him throw stuff in uh it's like taped up in the wall or whatever but it's like uh, i don't know just the fact that that all happened for real mm -hmm. in some way i was just living there and like people would come by and be like man it stinks and he's like oh it's their cooking yeah. and they'd be like well that's fine let's have sex <laughs> like, i mean it's, it is kind of funny that like all of this like he got caught because yeah the fire but also like he he stored the evidence in his home and this really speaks to the lack of hustle this man has because mm. he he drops off like seven or eight body parts in that sloshing around suitcase at a certain point and he's like it's fucking it's fucking hard yeah. i'm tired it's really late. far yeah yeah i'm just gonna <laughs> cut a hole into my drywall yeah. and hide these bodies in there totally you know cool. Mm -hmm. But it tells you a lot about the um, the the place of these these women in society, and this is something that I could probably connect to to promising young woman and, and know your mm -hmm. name. That he he beats these women, he puts things into them, he tells yeah. them when I'm when I'm get home, you are gone, and they stay and clean yeah. his apartment in in the hope that they they can stay that they have, have a place, place to stay yeah. for a while and uh and 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 they just uh put up with that because the alternative would be even worse and that's very sad yeah yeah it's amanda was asking why the women went with him and i, I was trying to explain a little bit of that too i was like well the bar he's in is in like the red light district like he's nearby these women like and I was reading online and they were like, no, none of them were reported missing. You know, like nobody knew they were gone. Nobody knew them. Like, I thought it was wild that he would have met all these people at that bar and nobody at the bar would have ever connected anything. But if you never hear about him again, they were just a patron one night. Like even the bartenders are drinking heavily the entire time you see them. Yeah. Like everybody's mm -hmm. hammered there. You know, nobody just, nobody cares. Nobody notices. doesn't matter. He buys a drink for like woman after woman after woman you know, just to get somebody and then takes whoever home. So it's just like, whatever. And then it, mm -hmm. just the fact that it was, once it was all real, I was like, man, that really happened, you know? And none of, yeah. nobody cared about any of those women. And uh, even that's, yeah, that's super fucked up. He, uh, well, I was reading about his real like trial and stuff and he was like sentenced and, but it's like, oh, in 1993, he got out and like just lived in a nursing home and then died in a hospital. Like he, he went to jail, but he got out like after dismembering these women and storing them in his house, I was like, that's a person you don't let out. That's crazy. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And apparently he didn't do it anymore, you know, after that, but so wild to me. Yeah. I, the, the movie doesn't really mention that. And I didn't know how life turned out for him. I only looked mm -hmm. it up after the movie and yeah, I think he got sentenced to like 15 years yeah. and wasn't even that long. But, yeah. And, and they only Deemed, I think three of the murders manslaughter and yeah. only one as, one murder. as a murder. Yeah, and and then yeah, he he came out, um, changed his name or or they they changed the name for him and yeah, he 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 died of like 
the the <laughs> like of alcoholism yeah uh, in i think like his early 60s or so yeah so um, he just became a regular dude after that like i'm like how was that manslaughter i guess maybe during the trial he was arguing like I, they talked about the alcohol abuse affecting his mental capacity and they used that yeah. as like a mitigating factor but i'm like i slipped and cut them cut all their limbs off you know like the fact yeah, that she murdered them he was and, and again I think, you know? and we've all been there yeah and I again, yeah. I would I would like to to connect this to to stories like Promising Young Woman and, and and Know Your Name, the 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 place of these these women in society where the the his attorney was able to say, well, it's the milieu. That's that's how that's what happens where these people live. Yeah. Um. And it's 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 not as bad as uh if this would happen in in, in other parts of society, but these people. They, they they drink they kill each other <laughs> they live hard lives happens. yeah it happens and 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 of course as you mentioned no one um no one was missing these women so there was no one yeah. to speak out about the the, the trial or, yeah. or say something about their lives and and um make it clear that these were people these real were people, yeah. women. They yeah. had um, personalities, and they were individuals, and they were not just uh, alcoholics that got killed by another alcoholic. And yeah. no yeah. one missed them. But yeah, because of that, I think it was possible for him to get such a sentencing. Just yeah, yeah, go, yeah. Go it's crazy. Yeah, fifteen years, and then and it's fine. Yeah, it just seems wild. Like the to me watching all the stuff that went down and then being like, Oh, that was real. It just seems so heinous that I don't, you know, can't imagine that that would have just been like, Oh, it's like just a routine murder, like happened, you know, like, or manslaughter, like he didn't mean to do it. He just like lost control or whatever, but it's like, he did this multiple times. It's really gruesome. And, uh, I thought I was just floored that they actually like didn't send it that long and that he just got out and kind of just lived his life as an old dude and whatever you know mm. moved along um I was I, looking, I, yeah. i'm sure his life wasn't great after prison um, yeah he died just a few years after having been released he, he didn't make it to an, a really old age or so yeah. yeah he never even got to hear limp biscuit that's that's probably wow. the craziest part of all you know mm -hmm. if he knew what you don't think missed. about it yeah yeah, yeah. so he did get he saw jurassic park and mm -hmm. then he was like okay i'm done you know well so that kind of makes mm. sense the uh yeah. i had a feeling watching it after again that i i knew it was like a true story i was like i'm so curious about the actual actor who played that role and he looks so different than that movie oh my god yeah, yeah. like there's a lot of prosthetics going on in the movie <laughs> crazy yeah what he looks like in real life um his name is uh jonas dassler or jonas um but he uh yeah, I was I was floored by that, and then I looked at pictures of the real dude, and I was like, man, they really did a good job of making things look like like they didn't really have to do that. But he does he does have like they mentioned like a, he was in a car wreck in mm -hmm. real life, and so he had like a facial disfigurement and stuff. And um, they really make him creepy in the way that he like his posture, you know, he kind of like yeah. hunches over and stuff. It all just looks like just really it, it adds to the whole ambiance of it i guess you know it's just everything is just really grimy like i told brent after i watched it i just wanted to take a shower yeah i just felt like so gross and uh but it was all i thought it was really well done like when you we're talking about the director 
uh, and like watching more movies, like I would definitely do that. I, I don't think this is a movie that I really, like. I didn't not like it. I didn't like love it. It was not enjoyable. Like you said, it was like uncomfortable. And so it's not like a movie I would throw on in like rotation. It was, it was less horror and more like thriller kind of gross uh, drama. And so, yeah. you know, it's not like a movie I'm going to throw around like, Oh, this was great to throw on Halloween. It's like, no, this is yeah. like a really happened and it's, a gross depiction of it. Uh, but I thought with that in mind, they did a really good job. Um, so I would say that I liked it. It'd be hard for me to recommend this to too many people. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm glad you suggested it too. Cause I don't, this wasn't on my radar at all. And you had suggested some German movies to me that I still haven't gotten around to um, from before. And when I watched this, I also, I had watched, you know, all of dark and I really like the German language. I like listening to it. And so watching this again, I was like, man, I really, I, I dig this. Uh, even though I have to read subtitles for it, you know, I don't really mind that. So um, at least for that, I was like, yeah, I really need to give some more German stuff a shot, you know, and I'm glad this was available to us on Shutter. And now I'm sure there's other stuff on there, you know, I can find in the States as well. So, yeah. Yeah, the movie uh, is, a, for, is a social study yeah. more than a horror movie and, a, and a, like a, a portrait of a certain milieu um, mm-hmm. in, the, in the 70s. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would definitely recommend the movie but not to everyone. Yeah. And with a warning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, of course, not, not a movie that you necessarily watch uh, over and over again. Yeah. I noted that the genre of this is like a slice of life serial killer movie. Oh, that's, well, I like that. It's a slice mm-hmm. of, yeah. yeah. And I don't even read books, you guys. <laughs> I don't even read fucking books, dude. I did want to, I was curious about the book though, after this, um, cause my wife as well is into the murder mystery stuff or, or like true crime stuff. And she, when I told her it was real, she was like, I wonder if I've heard of it, but she didn't know the name or anything from anything that she's, you know, podcast she's listened to or whatever. But, um, it did make me curious more about this story and it's just so weird. Um, you know, how it all plays out, how he was caught, all that stuff. So. Be, yeah, I haven't, as I said, I haven't read the book yet, and it's not—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a novel based mm. on the, the true events. And I know there's another storyline in the book that they didn't use in the movie because it didn't involve Fritz Honker. Uh, mm. But I haven't read the book yet, so I can't yeah, really yeah. speak to that. Um, but yeah, not knowing the book, um, the the movie definitely is a is a very well-made movie and it's not the kind of movie sometimes you watch a movie that is based on a book and you can sense that it is based on a book and it has some problems translating Mm -hmm. that story to the screen oftentimes i watch a movie and i feel like yeah i can i can really sense how that would work better in a book Mm -hmm. but it doesn't really work that great in the movie I didn't hmm, I've never that. had that thought. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> because you never think about this. Just never, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Simplifies but it. With this movie, I, I felt like, yeah, this, this works just great as a movie. Um, yeah. It doesn't really I make me think at any point that something um, would have worked better in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see it that way. Um, I, it's, it's more like, for me, it, it, it piqued my curiosity to know a little bit more about it. And I didn't realize it was like a, a novel. That'd be even more interesting um, to see if it's like different than this. But I definitely got what I needed from from the movie. You know, I got my my gross 
my gross meter is filled up right now, <laughs> uh-huh. so I can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we we alluded to the bathroom scene earlier in this episode, and we we can't end the discussion without mentioning the uh, the guy pissing on the kid. <laughs> oh yeah. And, 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 oh, that bathroom, bathroom scene. There were a couple of them for me, uh, but yeah, the the guy who was so tall that when he was peeing, he had his dick out which is halfway up his body, he was peeing on the, uh, practically the shoulders of that <laughs> yeah, poor kid. Shoulder blades at least, yeah. Yeah, and you know, this flashback is intense. This uh-huh. is, we talked about, check those outtakes, people. You gotta have a barrier, but, you gotta have a, a person in front of you to pee on. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I wonder if peeing on straight up denim jackets is just, like maybe it absorbs better, you know? It's kind of like know. when you pee in ice in a urinal, it doesn't have as much splashback, so I don't know, we should try it. Yeah. You tell us how that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you uh, I will. I've <laughs> I've got an appointment with Jay Leno later this uh, week, so I'll, excellent. I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. I and his uh, Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> exactly. I did really like how the movie portrayed um how am I saying this? Like he murders four women, but there are other women throughout the movie, like that one he brings home and he's trying to get to her daughter and then eventually like that other lady saves her and she just kind of disappears from the storyline at that point. And then he's Mm -hmm. been seeing that same teenage girl and that guy that she's kind of hanging out with from school. And you, like, I love the ending whenever it's like, he's following her and you like the kid had this thing happen, getting peed on and he can't go with her. So it like Mm -hmm. takes him out of the loop and then she's being followed. And then that like leads to the fire. Like, I don't know if any of that was, you know, true if that was all just made up, but uh, thematically, I thought it was it was interesting how they kind of threw that in there, and you would see these different women that almost got murdered by him or could have, and mm. that kid, that poor kid though, <laughs> like I just thought like I looked him up, he was in some other you know German stuff or whatever growing up, like he was like a child actor, but I was like it made me think like mom, dad, I'm in a movie, I do get peed <laughs> on, but I'm in a movie, you know, here's my, my here's my scene yeah uh, and it was pretty another gross thing on top of gross right like i mean no else. role in this movie yeah. is really flattering and something that you want to show at a family reunion <laughs> yeah yeah that makes sense it's There's just a lot sure that, that uh, greek family anyone in that greek family seems fine you know yeah they, they seem cool i mean mm-hmm. they probably still talk about these events at family reunions remember yeah. when the maggots came through the ceiling oh it was great <laughs> That was, and uh, uh, I need to mention that because um, that's something that that Bianca, my wife, was um, very impressed by. Was the the cut to that sheep's head when Fritz Honka uh. takes the scissors, and you oh, don't really yeah. see what he's doing, but he know he's he's cutting out the the, the lady's tongue, mm-hmm. and while he's doing that, the the image cuts to the to the kitchen of the Greek family cooking food and. The, the father has this this sheep's head and he's cutting out the the tongue of that cooked mm-hmm. sheep's head while yeah. you hear the sound of Fritz Honka cutting out that woman's tongue. And when he delicious when the when the Greek guy finished um, the, cutting out the the sheep's tongue, the sound stops. Mm. And that's uh, it's an impressive technique yeah. uh, uh, and and very makes clear what's going on without really showing you what's going on. And yeah, maybe that's even more drastic. It was really clever with some of those things. And like you said, like sometimes, you know, it's like he got the, 
the saw out in that first scene and you, he starts to bring it to her neck. And I was like, Oh my God, this is, how are they going to pull this off? And that looks like a real person there. Like, I don't know what's going on. And then they cut away to a different angle and it's like hidden, but you hear it all. But yeah. then other times like the strangling scene where you see like every detail of it and it won't look away. And it, they do a good job of always kind of getting the, you know, the, getting a, the grossness across, getting the the horror across. Sometimes you see it, sometimes you just hear it. Um, but they're all like, they all kind of hit you viscerally, like you were saying. And yeah. they all do it for different reasons. And then like that cutaway with the tongue and yeah, it's just, they're really clever ways to, to really kind of get under your skin. Yeah. A little bit. So this is, this is not a, um, a cheap movie in the sense that it um, draws on cheap, shocking effects um mm. this is this is a movie made by a a major european director who knows his craft um but the the events are just so shocking yeah and he doesn't shy away from from showing these events um fatih Akin was for a while um supposed to make the new adaptation of Stephen King's Firestarter for Blumhouse. Oh, I think that was after the Golden Glove that he got attached to that project. I don't think that is still happening with mm -hmm. him, but that would have been his his first American yeah. movie. Would have been interested in seeing that. Yeah, that'd be an interesting mm. one for him to do, but it'd be great if he got just anything, you know, to kind of uh, do like an English language film over here you know um so far from paddington this one I three was... paddington three let's get it going <laughs> so far over uh over this one i thought it was good i would definitely check out more mm -hmm. of his stuff you know his german stuff as well so but uh yeah firestarter that'd be I... an interesting choice i've got some notes here that i took oh, throughout watching this movie um let me run through some of these real quick so um at the beginning of the movie like after he saws up that that lady's carrying her down or i guess trying to like bring her body down um and it makes too much noise, and that little girl from mm. downstairs looks up at him, and he looks straight up fucking deranged immediately when he shushes her. Oh yeah, I'm like, oh okay, this guy is this is the guy we're gonna follow for nearly two hours. Okay, Sweet. I guess so. Um, also, it's important to note that uh, we get full bush in the first five minutes of this movie. Is it on a corpse? <laughs> yes. So you know, take that with a grain of salt. That's Speaking a, of grain of salt, uh, you do see his dick several times in this movie. That's also and, something uh, that Bianca mentioned yeah. after the movie. She said something like, yeah, for Americans, the biggest horror is probably the amount of, of uh, exposed <laughs> genitals Genital, and breasts yeah. in this movie. <laughs> the amount of nudity in the movie. Yeah, I was no, I mean, like personally. Yeah, yeah, that was certainly the most offensive part. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, no, the, the genital thing was, it was surprising because we don't have that a whole lot here. And honestly, I've noticed that in more and more like horror movies, like we don't really have overt nudity anymore. Like, like we used to back in the like nineties or movies we kind of grew up with or like, like a the era. Of it, yeah. Yeah. But now we don't really like if, if the next Jordan Peele movie, what I guess is just called Nope. Uh, has nudity in it. it. It would be surprising to me just because it's not like something that I expect to see anymore. Mm -hmm. but, but in this um, one, it, this one is a little bit different. Like, yeah. I, I kind of knew going in because <laughs> on the the uh, shutter picture, the little like display image, it has him 
uh, like drinking his his schnapps, and behind him there's the seventy five hundred pictures of nude women, oh, uh-huh. just fully nude hanging up behind him and this is like the preview image for shutter i'm like can they do this i'm like oh it's like a horror movie app so i guess there's probably not like a kid's version of shutter of like <laughs> of shutter you know yeah so i guess it's just okay right whatever that's all, that's all junior good. yeah that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would really like a shutter um, junior though that'd be interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the other thing i wanted to note is uh the the two like teenagers that boy and that girl they go to that little like i guess a cafe or whatever and they're drinking afri cola which is uh, like a, a german cola is that right that's correct yeah. Andy? Oh, okay. okay i wanted to get one of those mm-hmm. from rocket fizz which is a little like soda shop here in uh the town i live in but they didn't have it i've i've gotten it from there before and i drank yeah, one on the, the podcast a long time ago but uh sadly they did not have any mm-hmm. so i cannot join you in your your uh, German liquid delicacy, yeah. Andy. But um, do you like Africola? Is that something you drink? Do you drink much soda? I don't drink much soda. I've had Africola a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I prefer Coca Cola. Hell yeah! No Pepsi that. though, right? If nothing else, is a bit- <laughs> I'm, I'm not against Pepsi. Hey, that shrug. I'm, I'm yeah, not against right. Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't. Did we talk about Spezi at some point <laughs> during the last episode, or, oh, or I when I met Stephen? Okay, so now we have to just have to mm-hmm, have, have to have Let's this talk. Uh, I'm here. We go. I'm, this is this is definitely uh, a mistake of ours that we didn't introduce Stephen and everyone else that we met in in Houston to Spezi. Spezi, uh, because oh. a lot of other people that we met during our travels uh, got the introduction to. Oh, Spezi. okay. Um, Spezi is a drink that it seems is only known in in Germany or at least in, in German parts of German speaking parts of, of Europe and it's very popular here and it's very easily um, self-made it's just um, one part cola and one part um, orange lemonade so coke and Fanta or whatever hmm. okay half and half that's it okay it's a drink that we like in Germany that we have in Germany and you can you you get it bottled so there is a from the coca-cola company there is a spezi which is called Mezzomix. from the pepsi company there is a spezi which is called Schwab. and other companies have their own um i like so many of these words you just used (laughs) i can't repeat them yeah they were amazing (laughs) um so uh i've had uh a lot so from the pepsi company the spezi variation that they have so, but if you ask me for my favorite Coke, uh, I would say uh, the Coca-Cola. But I don't think we have as many brands as you have because mm-hmm. you guys, you need to overdo everything and have like oh, yeah. a million cereals and a million Cokes and mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's not enough to have three variations of the same thing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, over here, I think Coke is the most prominent Coca-Cola is the most prominent of the of the mm-hmm. colas. I feel like it'd be so much easier for me, decision-wise, if there were fewer things. There are so many. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't even know what to choose. Sometimes you just blindly choose one. If you have like a favorite, I just stick with that. Then I don't even like really try the other ones. But I mean, like, it's nice to have variety. But uh, mm-hmm. sometimes for me, yeah, it's a little too much. Yeah. But my me- whole approach is like, fuck it, let's do this. Yeah. 
Principle. And I regret it most of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do me a favor for your next episode. Try Spitzi. Yeah, we'll have to make this so, then, right? So you just, just half Coke and half like a Fanta. Yep, exactly. Like a, well, that's it. They they have like orange Coke here. It's like a citrus yeah. variety. Oh, yeah. Has that orange label. So I wonder if that's like what what color is that? Is it is it like a, a cola color? No, it's, it is it's, just it's, it's it's brown because you, you, it, I think the, the 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 orange cola is a cola infused with a little bit of orange, but in this okay. in, in the Spezi cases, when you have half of the drink yeah. is yellow or orange and half is more or less black, so it turns out brown. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Right, exactly. we could do this when you come to town. Mm-hmm. Okay, we make sure Spezi, Spezi, yep. S P E Z I. Spezi. Spezi. I didn't. I had my phone directly in front of me. I did not bother to type that at all. Can you <laughs> repeat on por favor? S P E Z I. Oh, okay. Let's stick with that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Interesting. That's good, too. Yeah, because now I can look it up. Oh, yeah. We got, we got recipes cola plus orange. We got American blog recipes. Oh. So. <laughs> get to read about those people and about their families. Then we'll get that mm-hmm. recipe. It'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. Speedsy. Yeah. Excellent. We get several it people out... try that during our travels. And uh, oh, yeah. I think everyone or, or people that visit us here, like when, when David and Dave visited us in Germany, they had it and everyone liked it. And uh, especially if you're at, like, at a place like with, a, with, with fountain drinks, like a cinema or so, it's very easy to mm-hmm. oh, you make your own. mix it yourself. Um, Smart. So. Easy recipe. If only. Yeah. If only Fritz Hanka would have drank spritzy instead of <laughs> all of the alcohol, uh, all of Germany's might have alcohol. Might differently. Those women might, might, still have be, been different. might still have the body parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my other notes here is that one of the bartender's names is Anus, oh, which yeah. is American for butthole. And this brings me back to my point. Everybody has a butthole. Now, look, I don't, I'm not trying to get canceled. Not of this. Mm-hmm. Not now. Maybe next episode. However... I would like to point out that even if you have a tube in a bag, wherever that tube is connected to your body, that's your new butthole. Because you know for a fact, if somebody had that tube on their forehead, you would tell your friends, be like, hey, I met this guy, his butthole was on his face. You know it. Don't lie. Everybody has a butthole. <laughs> Not ableist. That one, 100%. Just 100% buttholes all the time. Just let's, let's, hey, you know what? <laughs> If we're going to keep it real, let's keep it real all the way. Actually, that's um, very empowering. Everyone can have their butthole where they want. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. That's true. It's like a spectrum. Yeah. Exactly. A butthole exactly. spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes your, your mouth is your butthole if yeah. you throw up mostly digested food. Ugh. Though I, really I guess like if it's this... mostly digested, it's like yeah. your tubes got turned around or whatever. But <sighs> whatever the case. Hate, that's fine. Yeah, if you're upside down, it goes the other way. Uh huh. That's true. Gravity. Um, so, one of my questions is, um, poor Gerda, poor sweet Gerda. You know, she's the the lady that went home with him, did not get murdered. Um, he did beat on her, which is it is always hard to watch mm-hmm. a man hit a woman, even if it's in acting. Um, she like cleaned up his apartment, and then luckily she's the one that that got away. I was dreading. That he was going to not only like kill her, but her daughter as well. But there's a point in this movie where 
and Andy, you'll have to let me know. There's a jar of what I think are sausages. Yep. Mm. That Correct. he takes one out, and he, he goes back into the room, and he breaks one off in her, and he eats one end and leaves the other in her for her to... Seems like do that's what happened, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just yeah, a I mean, family this, film. This guy is battling erectile <laughs> dysfunction, right? I mean, mm. there's several scenes where he's trying to get a hard on to get it on mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't really work so he takes a sausage or a spoon mm-hmm. goes yeah, to work i, I do like that other chick getting the back though with the like spicy mustard is what i yeah. gathered yeah is that what that was yeah what, what did he put on mustard yeah or what yeah. did she put on him yeah mustard. And when she like dips her fingers in there i was like yeah. oh that's really gross and then she walked in there and i thought she was actually like, I got to jerk this dude, dude off. And then, then I realized like, oh, that's probably like hot. And then he like jumps up and she's like just laughing. And I was like, oh, good for you. But then he, she's the one that gets strangled, right? Yeah. You know that one? Right. Yeah. So bad for her. But man, she really got him good there for a second. Really liked mm-hmm. that. The noise that he emits after getting that on his genitals <laughs> is like when Mario and Mario 64 hits the lava. Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's same, same was my first thought too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Look, my brain had to try to go in other places just to like get through this movie. Yeah, like go to happy spaces. Mm-hmm. Go to I mean, that's Park. what um, that's what Mitch said in his comment. Like, uh, and I know Stephen hasn't read the, that comment yet, but yeah. he said something to the effect of, "Well, Stephen can handle it. He's a, a horror veteran, but Brand will vomit." <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I did not vomit, but yeah. oh boy, when he opened uh, that my, thing my, and vomits, I was like, Ugh! "Yeah." Also, got visceral. Me in some place. yeah, yeah some places, yeah. As if all the gross sounds weren't bad enough. Yeah, uh, seeing someone like vomit, and it just looked—it looked like vomit. Like, man, I method actor, like he really did it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I—I I don't. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty uh, gross. I, I don't feel around. like there was uh, much CGI, if at all, uh, in this movie. My the only time I thought there might be CGI involved is on that last. That last scene where we see uh, the apartment burning and just like some of the crane shots of moving the camera around, I thought maybe there might be CGI involved on like the fire and then maybe stitching some of those shots together or whatever. I don't know. But I do feel like a lot of this was practical. I mean, um, I don't think there was really the need for much CGI in this movie. It's mostly people. As we said, there's some some, um, makeup effects, of course. Um, Yeah. But it's just real people in, in real rooms. And mm-hmm. there's no no need for fancy special effects. Yeah, and that's what's so impressive about it to me is that all of the makeup and everything. Like when Stephen showed us the picture of the uh, the actor under the makeup, and he's born in like 1996. I probably would have imagined this guy was probably like uh, a 40 year old actor that had mm-hmm. prosthetic makeup on or whatever. But like. For somebody to be that young to be dressed to look that old and have those mannerisms and everything, uh, that was very impressive. And uh, yeah, just like the whole world seemed gross and it seemed like it was soaked in sweat. Everything looked like it it had some type of odor to it, um, which is real impressive. You don't see that in a whole lot of movies nowadays, really, I guess. A lot of it's like maybe CGI decorating the sets or green screen usage or you know stuff to that effect yeah it's something that i also wanted to mention earlier um when we talked about like the the griminess and the grossness of the movie and i think if you 
took out all the violence and you only showed us that apartment, we would feel dirty. <laughs> just, yeah. Just yeah. Doesn't we don't really need to see the people, just the circumstances that the the people live in, or especially Fritz Honka. I mean, if you if you see the apartment of the Greek family, that was very neat, colorful mm-hmm. and, and yeah. tidy. Uh, and then just above that apartment, the apartment of Fritz Honka, which is like just gross. I mean, I would not mm-hmm. like to touch anything in that apartment. No. I think everything is like sticky and smelly. <laughs> yeah. The dichotomy of what those two areas in that same general space look like was intense. And when you're talking about the, the bathroom scene, my first thought when you said that was the his toilet that mm-hmm. he uses in the oh, hallway yeah. whenever that lady opens that door. Yeah. And it's just like th- there's no hope. Like whatever <laughs> whatever you have swimming around in your guts, just be like Go go out to a wooded area, I guess. Mm-hmm. Go pee on a tree, you know, get that splash back on you. Hopefully you're not wearing a lot of denim. I don't know. But that's your best bet. You do not want to use that toilet. No it fucking way. bloody. I think it was a lot of it, poop, maybe. It was just all a tree up. But when she opened like, the door to like, I thought she was going to clean it. Maybe she was just trying to use it. I don't know. Either way. And she just like turned around like she was like, well, mm-hmm. screw that. Uh, that toilet looked like it was made entirely out of wet toilet paper. Yeah. It looked bad. It was a bad, it was, that <laughs> toilet was installed in that space broken as fuck. Yeah. Like there is no, that, that toilet was an abomination against Xenu and all other religions. Mm. It was, it was terrible. I think this, that, it was this horrifying. Toilet probably joins the triumvirate of bad movie toilets with the toilet in train spotting and the toilet mm. in uh, desperado whoa what's the desperado toilet i don't remember that one anymore a lot of poop a lot of po- <laughs> i'll go check it out don't you worry i'll look that up okay i found uh-huh. your king yeah <laughs> well Brent already knew I, you know he's got those cameras yeah 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 we know yeah it's got those cameras <laughs> we know what's going on also i do like bad toilet trifecta as a show title so oh uh, yeah They'll be in the running. I knew we'd get there. Um, so the uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention is uh, regarding the 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 pictures of all of the the women that he has like tacked up in his apartment. Like nobody ever says anything. Like there's not one conversation. Like oh yeah, he brings plenty totally of people cool up. Obviously, that scent is going to hit you immediately. It sounds like the people that live under him can smell it. But especially like when you get up there, obviously the scent. But you have that scent coupled with. All of these pictures of fully nude naked women just hanging out there and nobody says it. I, I feel like that would be a conversation, you know? Again, I guess this just shows you the circumstances that these people live in. There's this this is not as bad as the alternative. Uh, I'd rather be here with this weird man and all these naked women. Um, uh, the pictures of naked women, but I get alcohol and I don't have to sleep outside. Yeah, seems and- simple. Also, the his explanation for the smell when he says it's 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 the Greek immigrants they cook mm. all these weird food and why it smells that bad over um, uh, mm-hmm. over in my apartment uh, mm-hmm. shows you probably something about xenophobia. Um, oh yeah, and this yeah he's just yeah, we don't person. have that here. No, <laughs> yeah. no, we don't do that. We don't. Glad do that we've here. overcome that. That's crazy. Yeah. I was. It's a melting pot. I mm-hmm. don't. I don't know if you picked that up on your travels and travails, but it's like a melting pot. We're here. Very accepting here. Every we've got everybody. white people that can handle the sun. We've got white people that can't. <laughs> we've got white people that are also half brown. It's a gamut we run. Um, can we talk about the way he tries to 
<laughs> cover the smell of oh, the yeah. corpses, which like he opens Almost up worked. that one. And I noticed there was like a little pine tree air freshener hanging by it. I'm like, dude, what? Come on. One air freshener. He then he like though. slides. He slides the body parts in there. Throws in handfuls <laughs> of air fresheners. And then like later in the movie, where he's like choking out that one lady, the camera is like tilted up, kind of like Andy right now. And you can see all of the air fresheners hanging up in his apartment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh boy, it almost looks like that some scene in, in, in there. seven. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. From what I read in in real life, it wasn't those trees it was like these i don't know do you call them stones in mm. um in english that you have to like in, in a urinal um I guess oh. something like, a, like that cake? but, oh, but i guess visually yeah. the, 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 the 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 those trees work better <laughs> uh-huh. so they yeah, immediately they convey in a movie what yeah, they yeah. are if you have like these these mm. these um scented um stone things that probably wouldn't translate as well mm-hmm. in, in a movie um, but my uh, potato, potato, right? It's, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, the trees, the trees work, because yeah, everybody knows what those are. So at first glance, yeah, seems to be like, I don't think it's gonna cut it, dude. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Th- those are gonna be yeah. like fucked out of scent immediately. Yeah. It's just gonna just shrivel up Plus, at that point. Those those pine needles are gonna fall off those fake <laughs> yeah. ass trees real fast. I, I also yeah. found it interesting in the yeah. in the credits, and Stephen mentioned that that in the in the credits you get all these pictures of the real people and the apartment and stuff. And there's this one picture of like several cans of 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 box spray. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which also tells you something about not only the smell, but probably like the. Uh. the insects in that apartment um it's just a nice place to it's like an airbnb you know be real nice Mm -hmm. to rent affordable there's like (laughs) spaces for for storage probably rent controlled yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) keep it nice well going back to like earlier in the conversation we were talking about how real this feels and especially when he is you know drinking is kind of a, a catalyst for him i'm not saying that like everyone you know that's the reason he does this. There's got to be something deep seated. Otherwise everybody would do it. Um, and I, I'm not ready to talk about mm-hmm. me going through this process myself. Sure. So let's we'll focus on him anyway. So there's a sloppiness that comes with that. And I think that's like the grossest part to me. It's something that you don't see conveyed a lot in movies or retellings of actual events. It seems like in those type of retellings, there's like a confidence that comes with the murderer where they're like, okay, I'm definitely going to kill this person. I'm going to dismember them. And, you know, I they have their wits about them a little bit more. Whereas he's like, he's a slight guy. He kills these ladies that probably weigh more than him. He doesn't seem like he enjoys that he has to dismember them because he has to, like, kind of ramp up to doing mm. that part of it. But he does go through that process. But even still, it's like he lives in, like, he's very disheveled right i don't imagine his uh cleaning and maintenance after the fact is going to be that great even mm-hmm. though he has the tarp down i'm sure there's like blood that's leaking all over the place he's probably too shit-faced to be able to to clean up whatever's like on his floor after the fact so it's just gonna it's just gonna smell like rotten decay in there plus bug spray plus these burnt out like pine tree air fresheners it's got to smell like a fucking nightmare in there yeah so no wonder that place went up like a fucking wicker basket when the the fire went off because it it just had to 
be fucking awful there. He's not an organized killer, and he did not plan these killings. He did not go out mm. to find a victim to kill. Um, because I think otherwise he would have killed more women because he had enough yeah. women mm -hmm. in his home. He had enough opportunity to kill these women. But I think there needed to be some trigger that made him go over that line and and kill the person that mm -hmm. he felt like insulted by or degraded by in that moment paired with enormous amounts of alcohol so he, he's mm -hmm. not that type of serial killer um mm -hmm. that goes out and stalks women and yeah. looks for his next victim and and perfects their their mo because you, you yeah. see that in 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 serial killers that they get better at what they do but at some point they also get sloppy because they feel so confident because they feel like they perfected their mo and Fritzhonger was was not that at all it was always mm -hmm. I, I guess a, a spontaneous killing and not a planned one and then how do i clean yeah. up from this mm -hmm. yeah and he's like suitcases too heavy my walls <laughs> not so bad yeah mm -hmm. Their body, uh, what is it like? Load bearing? It's like body bearing uh, <laughs> yeah. walls. Yeah, I can, can fit like a lot in. more arms in here. Like mm -hmm. I got a lot That's of storage fine. space. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you guys about my favorite part of this movie? And there is yeah. a favorite part, so much so that I went back. I watched it four times Whoa. immediately. So he kills this person, and then it's like daytime. He walks out, and it shows it's like a tracking shot of him walking down the sidewalk. He walks between two cars, immediately gets hit by a fucking <laughs> VW bus. I laughed so hard. My wife was asleep next to me. She's the type of person you don't wake up, otherwise you get the aforementioned Lord of the Rings Eye of Sauron like mm -hmm. turns on you. I was so worried that I was going to shake her awake from my laughter, <laughs> but I had to go back and rewatch. I watched it four times in a row. It was so funny to me. It's so like comical because it just comes out of nowhere. It's almost like a family guy gag in a way but he like gets thrown like across the fucking like uh, uh street or whatever it is so funny to me i, like I, lands, I could not yeah. believe this was in that movie because this movie is like Crumpled. very intense there there are moments of levity kind of throughout especially like with some of the bar patrons and whatnot they joke around and that little kid gets peed on that's funny <laughs> but um when this dude got hit by the bus, oh my god, I laughed so hard. It was like this whole experience was worth it just to watch that because it it was like even like though this this movie is not like the subject matter I'm into, I can definitely say it's like I appreciate the the craft that went into it, but man, like if you got to like throw in a joke there to like break up the tension, this was the one to do. At that point in this movie, another oh, sequence. So yeah, yeah. Another sequence that uh -huh. joins the the trifecta of scenes in movies of people getting hit by buses with Final Destination and Little Nicky. Uh, Little Nicky, I haven't seen in a long time. I haven't Final seen Little Nicky at all, but I've seen the trailer to Little Nicky. Oh. At at <laughs> I was I went to see. <laughs> I got the opportunity to see Final Destination months before it opened at a at a trade show. And I saw Final Destination and The Skulls that day. Oh, The Skulls! And so we we and we we, we first saw Final Destination. Final uh, Destination has that has that scene of I think it's a it's a girl, yeah, uh, yeah, some yeah. person stepping the into bus. the street and immediately yeah. getting hit by the bus. And 
and before the skulls, they showed a bunch of trailers for upcoming movies, and they had the trailer for Little Nicky, and Little Nicky had that scene in the trailer that we had oh, just that, yeah. seen in Final <laughs> Destination, so it was an even bigger laugh uh, in that trailer. So that awesome. I, I know that that's oh, that's funny. In the movie. I like that. Um, yeah, I uh, um, don't know where I was going to go with that. I <laughs> I don't have any. I've more. got one final note. Yeah, I don't have any more notes. So yeah, if there's anything else you wanted to, yeah. to touch on, yeah. My 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 last note is just that like by the time he starts to stop drinking and he gets that job as a night watchman, I start to sim- sympathize with him a little bit. Not not all the way, but I'm just like okay, so like. He doesn't, as he's sober, he doesn't seem like the type of person that, like you said, Andy, he's not like meaning to go out and kill these women. It's just yeah. something that that happens to him where when he gets drunk. But then, like you know, he gets bullied into drinking again. As you know, a, a treatise on peer pressure. Yeah. You know, don't succumb, otherwise you'll probably try to kill someone. Um, but yeah, like it's. Just, when he this, gets this that gun, guy, man. when he gets that job, he gets a gun, and you immediately think, "Oh boy, mm-hmm. who is who is he gonna kill with that gun?" Yeah, and then mm-hmm. he 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 meets that um that, that that cleaning lady, and and before you know mm-hmm. that he's gonna meet the cleaning lady and um at his job, he, and, and he he immediately he only hears noises in in that bathroom, and he immediately draws the gun, and you think, yeah. "Oh boy, <laughs> who who's yeah. who's who's getting killed here?" Um, mm-hmm. but that doesn't happen. Um, because right. he kind of has his act together at that point mm-hmm. in the story until he gets to drinking again. Yeah. And that was that was an intense scene where he attacks the cleaning lady yeah. and luckily she like gets away. I don't know if that's like part of true events or if that, that was made yeah. up for the, the novelization or yeah, whatever. I'm not but, sure. Of yeah. course there's I mean that that's always the question with these kinds of stories because there's so many scenes where you know no witness was present Mm -hmm. to tell that story afterwards so there must be some parts that someone like yeah kind of made up or or put together to to make it a coherent story and it is not a documentary Mm -hmm. and the novel is not a a non-fiction book it is a novel there is fictionalized parts in in that story definitely um, mm-hmm. to to present the the circumstances and the mindset, but not everything is is literal. And I, and I know um, at least from from what I heard Heinz Strunk tell in interviews that there's a, um, a a woman in the beginning of the book that he made up mm-hmm. uh, that is not real. Um, and of, mm-hmm. of course, there there definitely has to be other parts that that are made up as well so i'm i'm not sure about that that cleaning lady mm-hmm. yeah i wonder because uh, that might have been one of those things that like obviously he really like attacked her and she and her husband might have reported that or whatever but that kind of stuff will happen and people don't report it and then like when you find out about the bodies they might that might just be another story of someone that got away mm-hmm. that realized after the fact like oh we were attacked by that guy you know that's also something that i wondered during the movie when so so he attacks her she gets away he locks himself in in that mm-hmm. room and at some point the the husband comes back and bangs at the door and doesn't let him in mm-hmm. and and then they they just go away and Fritz Honka gets mm-hmm. to leave in, in in the morning and you ask yourself well why 
couldn't they just call the cops or or something? Mm -hmm. But then you yeah. realize they they don't have their shit together as well. The husband is unemployed and drinking. They live on that cleaning lady's small um, wages that she that she gets. They can't afford her to lose the job. They were throwing parties in that room uh, right. where they were supposed to be working. Yeah. So yeah. it's not as easy for them to, to, to call the authorities or tell yeah. anyone that this happened because they would lose the job and, and be the only income that they have at that point. Yeah, might have kind of locked him in there. And then so they don't mention it. He goes on. And then yeah. maybe months later, they're like, oh, my God, that was the dude we partied with. They party really maybe weird, they, by the way, too. They get hammered and then they dance really weird all around yeah. tables i was like in my head this is what germans do this is canon yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna have to prove me wrong on that one <laughs> did you like recognize some of the songs like because some of the songs were just german translations of of american oh, songs yeah. i don't remember oh I yeah know. i didn't know uh, nothing stuck out to me or whatever yeah okay i caught footloose but that was about it mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. oh man you caught footloose mm -hmm. can't can't stop dancing I heard this big no, going I'm around. vaccinated. It's oh, fine. Good, because you don't mm -hmm. like dancing. I do not yeah. like dancing. Not for me. I, it's fine if you if you want to partake in dancing. Uh -huh. It's fine. It's just simply not for me, and not to my taste. Um, but yeah, like I did think it was funny that when he was locked in there and the husband was beating on the door, it just eventually just shows that he was able to just leave. And I imagined a scene where the wife was like going up to the husband later. It's like, did you kick his ass? I was like, well, I, I knocked three times. <laughs> he didn't open the door. I knocked three times. And that was, I, I have a lot of stuff to do today, man. So mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it could be, could be, you never know. You never know. Yeah. But yeah. That, that's... that was hard one to watch too. That fight with her. Um, I felt like a lot of the stuff in this, I was wondering about the actors that were involved, mm. um, specifically the, the women, like the, the, again, the choking one, I was like, all that stuff's breaking oh behind God. them on the shelf, like the glass was breaking and the stuff was falling down. And I was like, mm -hmm. they just keep going. And I thought, man, it's so brutal. I, I almost yeah. wondered if they cast those women like they were stunt women. And, and they're like, yes. can you act? Because we need to have you brutally die later on, you know? So in that mm -hmm. scene specifically, um, that actress, I do know from other things. Oh, yeah. She was in the, the German version of The Office. Um, oh, interesting. That's where I, wow. where I okay. know her from. So she's yeah. definitely not a stunt woman. She's an actress. There you go. But they, yeah, these actors make themselves very vulnerable. He doesn't yeah. wear pants in that scene. She's more or mm -hmm. less topless in that yeah. scene. And in other scenes, we see enough nakedness um, as well from him and from, from the ladies. Um, so, yeah, I, this. Yeah, they really go I, there. I don't know if, if, uh, if it was hard to find the right people to to mm -hmm. take these roles or if they um had a lot of people saying no to these roles i don't know because yeah these are very intense scenes that mm -hmm. also include being naked which probably yeah. doesn't make it easier to to, mm -hmm. to act the out these 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 violent scenes i that's funny to me too because everybody in this I, I didn't know anybody that like any of the actors from anything else the, that i recognized uh, in, in my head now, I'm not even a, a fan of the American office. I don't know, like, the all the people in there, whatever, but I'm just kind of rolling through the cast in my head and being like, oh, what if they were brutally murdered in their next project? Like, this, here's this funny thing or whatever, and then here's this where they're being very vulnerable and being brutally murdered on screen. Yeah. Like, that would be such a yeah. juxtaposition, you know? 
I kind of wondered about the the scene where that um, he brings those two ladies home with him. One of them escapes, and then the other one he murders by banging her head Ugh, on the, the kitchen table or whatever, and or the dining room table. And you see that blood stain get bigger and bigger. Yeah. I wondered if that was practical or if that was CGI or yeah, or that was an interesting question. That was. Yeah, I wasn't mm-hmm. sure about that either. Yeah, uh-huh. if if I, I was I was wondering if it was if they they switched out the the body for a dummy mm-hmm. uh in that mm-hmm. sequence or if they yeah. really if it was still the the actress in that sequence and they just had a clever way of her not getting hurt yeah right <laughs> but, like uh, i yeah i don't know it seemed really physically if, demanding yeah. like yeah if, I, it looked like her like if they, whatever they did it was a, a good effect because it looked like she was sitting there and even with the knowing it's like fake blood and stuff or whatever, like just having her physically being jerked around back and forth like that mm-hmm. without her control, like that could hurt mm-hmm. you so easily, you know, yeah, like sure. scary and stuff. So it would definitely make sense to, to yeah. for the CG to maybe uh, for the blood to to be CG in that sequence. That would yeah, I wonder. It looked good though. Do it, yeah. Possible. Just like little bits here and there to kind yeah. of help sell it or whatever. Um, I guess my last question on this is like did you guys watch or do anything after watching this movie to like uh, <laughs> was there a, a palate cleanser for you because i'm not like a, a horror guy like you guys yeah. are so for me i was like that was that was a lot i'm gonna uh, treat myself to listening to a podcast about fast and furious so i did what, what, what about you guys were you guys able to just be like okay this is this is good or i took a nap what was the, the process you, do you I took a nap? nap after this movie yeah uh, it was late as fuck in the AM yeah. when I was I finished watching this movie. Right I was like, I'm gonna stay up for a little bit longer. I think. Yeah. Uh, I'll listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, maybe look around the, the internet or something because yeah. this was was a lot. We made dinner. Oh yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, because we, yeah. we watched it immediately before dinner, so we we, we talked about the movie a little bit uh-huh. and uh, and then we went and made dinner. And Bianca watched. You were it like, hey, you, right? we have. We have some extra lamb's heads, so <laughs> yeah. that sounds and good some to me. Sausages in a jar with some hot mustard. Yeah. It's really the whole theme, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I've I've been a vegetarian, almost vegan, for yeah, fifteen years at this point, and so just the hot mustard. Bianca is. You don't have impossible lamb's heads up there. Oh man, not yet. No, got to get those. Okay, and, you got to get those. And that's great. Bianca has become an an almost vegetarian mm-hmm. at this point and after the movie she she, she said something <laughs> like i'm glad i'm not eating sausages anymore because yeah, after right. this movie i wouldn't feel good yeah <laughs> with eating sausages like that um uh, again yeah yeah mm-hmm. bianca definitely did watch the movie with me i mean she uh, like it yeah I, I think she 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 landed um pretty much where where i landed with uh, Mm -hmm. intense movie good movie not really a fun watch not a something that we would rewatch anytime soon but very well made and well told Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and 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 a good movie yeah but yeah i mean Mm -hmm. bianca is used to watching horror movies and not because of me because she she likes them she likes him, yeah. We met at a horror movie festival. That's, yeah, so there you go. I mean, like that was the our first connection: was horror movies and tattoos. Yeah. Oh yeah. So she's definitely yeah more into this than than our wives because this is definitely a movie like Amanda. I was like, this is not for her. <laughs> she will be grossed out by this. She will not have fun with this. Uh, she would not understand why I'm watching it. <laughs> you know, like she does like some horror stuff, but more of like the fun horror things yeah. and uh 
not a lot of gore. And this was so mm. just like raw, like you said, that it's like, it's not even mm. like gory. It's just, I don't know, gross. I wanted That's to pick my, something my German when you asked me if I have a certain topic that we could talk about. And mm -hmm. wanted, because as I said, cultural identity crisis and everything, and I'm a little tired of American pop culture at some, uh, sometimes. Yeah. And wanted, excuse well, me, sir. Yeah. I'm, I'm not ashamed to. We just gave you Godzilla versus Kong. I haven't seen that one yet because it didn't come out when we did not give it, it to you for you. Yeah. Anyway, it is it uh, is now on now uh, uh, to, to to rent. Uh, yeah, like these um, um, for the like these these full price rentals that oh, they yeah, it's like started doing now. Bucks. So oh, yeah. it hasn't yeah. become like cheap rentable yeah. yet. But yeah, and yeah. it did come out to cinemas as i said early on in july when i didn't really mm -hmm. go to the cinema again uh anyway uh yeah i did want to pick something german and then i ran into the problem what is available to you yeah what mm -hmm. do you want to talk about and what is available to you and uh first thing on my mind because i had just talked to the eerie guys about it was that one um but i also mentioned that it's supposed to be violent and raw and mm. did not mislead you uh i I think no. Nope. Uh, it, it was your <laughs> it was your choice to to actually talk about this one. I just mm -hmm. threw it out there, and you did not say no. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I, I thought it was a good choice because I would not probably have watched this otherwise. But I'm glad that I I've seen it, and I want to be exposed to to more German cinema and stuff. So, you know, in my head, this is what most of it is like. Um, Look. So yeah. <laughs> If I got to wait in these gross ass waters just to get to that VW bus scene. Oh, again, yeah, that'll work. Hey, you know what? It's worth it. Just thinking back on it makes me smile. It was so funny. It's worth, it's worth watching this movie just for that scene. It's so funny oh, because it's so dark up until that point that that happens. And I'm like, okay, I'm back in. I guess I'll keep watching this. This is like, who knows what's around the I corner? Really the corner and it's just all you, gross yeah. from there. It, yeah, it's, it's all gross from there. But um, yeah, holy shit. So, Andy, I know on Erie International, you guys do a double feature pick for your main topic films that you watch. Do you have a double feature that you would set up for this one? Damn it. Uh... <laughs> I know Brett asked me too, and I'm like, oh yeah, I was supposed to think of that. Yeah, um, I did well, not Steve, think about you... that because this is, this is not Erie International, so I did not what? immediately think about i thought we were uh, guesting on the show yeah oh shit oh so, no we did it wrong um let me let me th well think about it for steven a do you want to do you want to go with yours is do you have one oh that's what i was saying out? i have to think of one too because oh. you mentioned it before the show and then i was like oh yeah i was supposed mm -hmm. to think of that and i did for a little bit but i did not come up with one so she's okay. all that probably i think so I that's think probably that's, a good pairing yeah because uh -huh. it's about um ugly people both of them <laughs> Right? Does that does that work? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fritz Honka, Rachel Lee Cook, practically the same guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that the right movie? Yeah. Is that the Rachel Lee yeah, Cook yeah. starring vehicle? Mm -hmm. Okay. I've heard right. that. Speaking of vehicle, that VW buzz, that was fucking, <laughs> was fucking funny. I've heard that gender that swap remake that is now out supposed oh, yeah. to be good. At he's, least he's all that. Cargill liked it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Cargill so my liked double it, feature pick. Sure. Yeah. My double feature pick um, for the Golden Glove. An American oh, here we killer go. movie mm -hmm. um, based on a book, mm -hmm. a book with pictures, uh, mm -hmm. My Friend Dahmer. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's the first one that 
sprang to mind. It's definitely not as brutal, um, oh, not yeah. as raw, very different, but also a real life account. And in this case, from someone who was actually there, like Durf Bechter, who made the comic, my friend Dahmer, mm -hmm. went to school with Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh. And the, the comic book is Durf Bechter's recollections of that time and of Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm -hmm. And there is the, the movie adaptation of that comic book. Mm -hmm. And I recommend the comic book and uh, the movie. I thought it was a good, good adaptation mm -hmm. of the comic book. I didn't realize that was a comic book. I'd seen the poster for that movie before, but mm -hmm. uh, that sounds cool. Mm -hmm. um, for mine, I want to stay in your wonderful country of Germany for my double feature pick. I figure you watch The Golden Glove, and then you want to watch something. Like I said, uh, you might need a palate cleanser. So I want to go with the uh, German vehicle starring Bumblebee because <laughs> I'm just trying to tie in the VW bus. <laughs> Uh, thing into a VW bug uh, and also I like the movie Bumblebee it was fun it was a good time uh, it'll cleanse your palate and then just ho hopefully uh, help you think about other, other things than the brutal murders of these ladies and the sawing of their bodies and uh, st storing uh, in, in a gross ass apartment and then the maggots fall down in this poor little girl's soup oh. she's, she's trying to have a, a family lunch and it's just it's a lot. So what do you know about the director of Bumblebee? I, probably not a lot that I want to think about. But look, it's the summer of Cena. John Cena is in Bumblebee. <laughs> because I recently read something or read up on, on that director. That director, he did um, Kubo yeah. in the two strings, that, that Leica um stop motion mm -hmm. animation movie he is oh the, i've only seen the one string yeah. okay he's I the, seen the um like president or what of, of of leica of that animation studio founder of that studio he is the mm -hmm. son of one of the founders of nike really oh wow <laughs> that is probably why they are able to finance stop motion movies in oh, the yeah. first place yeah. no kidding but he became an animator and a movie maker but yeah his his dad is one of the nike nike founders they own sports teams and hmm. every dollar in the world i guess that's why at a certain point in the movie bumblebee he can't jump high enough but then the camera zooms down and he's got those nike pumps on and oh goes, yeah tss, tss, and then he's <laughs> and then he, can, he can jump all he needs to yeah <laughs> That's wild. I love. I love when you find out connections between people. Like you just didn't know. Like, oh, that's just a movie that came out. I didn't pay attention to the director of Bumblebee, but then you go down this mm -hmm. rabbit hole and you're like, oh, and they, oh, he did that. That's interesting. Oh, he's part of Leica. Oh, his dad is this. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. that's mm -hmm. wild. I'm gonna stick with she's all that. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why. Um, Anyways, it's about a about a, yeah. a, a guy trying to woo a woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and if you want a lighthearted thing after watching this, then you got She's All That, you know, mm -hmm. prostitutes. There's a line about her being a prostitute and she's all that. Oh my so God. It's perfect. She's it has a lot of connections. At a falafel place and there's food in the Golden Glove as well. Yep. Mm -hmm. Bam. Got I, th it. I think maybe uh, uh, another alternate or uh, uh, another um, double feature recommendation could be The World's End which has a, a guy who has a drinking problem mm -hmm. and he gets up to some mischief. Oh boy. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. Tears, tears limbs off of 
There you go. Look at all these connections. My God, this is perfect. Wow. This is perfect. So really we have like a whole festival now around this one movie. (laughs) I think so. But in between all those movies, you have to watch this movie again. What do you think about that? (laughs) All in a row. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't make it. Um, (laughs) To our own festival? Come on, Brett. I have uh, everything else Mm -hmm. to do. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I forgot Mm -hmm. you had that on the calendar. That's my bad. That's true. Yeah. That's my bad. It's like they only give you so much space to write on the calendar, but I used up every bit of it. Yeah. Every square. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Andy, I'm glad that you uh, recommended this. I was really glad to have a German movie, especially having you come on the show. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, whenever you're always invited back. So if you'd like to come back and you'd like to pick another German movie, I would be up for that. Or we can do Mm -hmm. uh, something totally different, whatever you want. Uh, yeah, I'm absolutely up for it. I'm glad that you didn't say no to this movie there you <laughs> and go. I, that you didn't oh, yeah. um, like, I don't know, hate the movie or yeah. thought, why did he make us watch this? Um, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could have been like, that way. I had no idea going into it, but uh, there's another yeah. another serial killer movie, not not based on a true case that I wanted to do in Erie that, again, Dave does not have access to. So maybe we will do that one. next. There you time. go. Oh, man, I'm excited. <laughs> we'll have a whole true crime series every time they come on. Yeah, or even not, as true, I said, but not crime not true that one. <laughs> but we can. But on here, we can say whatever we want. Yeah. So or I maybe we go through true. Fatih Akin's filmography. There you go. Um, Starting with this one, working our way back. Yeah. And then back up. Like, I got to watch it again? Yeah, you got to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. This with a double feature of Suicide Squad, the first one. No, the. Uh, well, yeah, God, you're welcome. It's, it's worse? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. Any, any other notes, though, Brent? I think you got through all of them, right? Do you have for this? Yeah, I got, got through all my Wait. notes. So, yeah, we're, we're so good. So, the car scene, great. <laughs> the rest of it. Yeah. You know, it's hard to watch, but definitely worth it for for at least one time. Again, the the movie is uh, artfully made. It's mm-hmm. just you know not a it's hard uh, to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie you want to throw on with your family. You know, gather mm-hmm. the kids around, everybody just settle oh, in boy. and think about like, well, at least our our lives aren't this way. You know, and that's kind of yeah. nice. I I guess yeah, you can say that's it one, that way. That's an approach. <laughs> yeah, one could take. Well. um, <laughs> You can uh, rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Um, if you'd like to contact us about this movie or anything else, all the info is in the show notes as usual. And uh, mm-hmm. man, I had a lot of fun with you coming on the show, even though it was a depressing movie. Uh, it was fun talking to you, Adi. <laughs> That's always Thanks. a good time. Thanks so, for having me back. Uh, right on, I'm looking man. forward to uh, the next time. And hopefully it's not uh, in a year. Like yeah, <laughs> look, we're trying to get an Erie International uh, guest host on here once a quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we can ramp that up a little bit. So yeah. you were the uh, the third part of that uh, clean toilet trifecta. Oh, let's yeah. say <laughs> the highest compliment mm-hmm. I could ever pay anyone. Congratulations, yeah. Andy. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> I'll attach your uh, trophy to a link minifig, which will be attached to an owl. Uh, it'll fly its way out to you. It's it's a whole thing. Wonderful. You know. Uh, a reference to the first episode you were on. Uh, let's talk about stuff so people can search that out. That's a very satisfying thing that I said that most people will like. I know it. Yeah. Um, Andy, do you have any plugs? As mentioned, I am a co-host of the podcast Eerie International. So if you are into horror movies or horror things, you can go and find that podcast that I host with my friends David from the US and Dave from England, hence the international part of our name. 
Uh, and oh. there's at this point, while we're recording this, 301 numbered episodes plus several specials and interviews and stuff. Yeah, so, congratulations yeah. on that recent milestone. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I heard, that's a that's a hell of a milestone. Yeah. I heard you mention that on your on your last episode. Thank you for for mentioning that and, oh, and yeah. for mm-hmm. uh, sending your congratulations. We stay on top of it. <laughs> um, yeah. You break off a, a hundo, you got to be acknowledged mm-hmm. for it. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. after the first hundred, uh, every hundred is the same more or less. Uh, we don't even. Mm-hmm. Uh, plan anything especially more, although we we did have a, a, a wonderful guest for our 300th yeah, episode awesome. with, with laird baron and our discussion on the movie phase four so yeah uh the german podcast i probably don't need to plug on your podcast uh, i don't know how many german listeners you have uh, if you have any you can search for das alles <laughs> or for the comic cookies podcast that i'm on and yeah I'm, i guess that's that's it watch more german things yeah if you can find them <laughs> and uh and and not the kind that uh kevin smith likes to talk on his podcast not the that's that's a, that's hard to hear for a german that you're famous for shiza porn um mm. not not uh, good to have that so we're not the, gonna do that the, in the next the, episode if, if you listen to an american episode and the american says the word shiza porn and that's what he searched for on when internet became available that's that's tough to hear so watch good german content if you can find it i think i gotta find this out now pretty sure i'm supposed to go look this up after the show yeah um, <laughs> i think that's what you're saying again something that you maybe do not want to watch with your wife well you you do know my wife you don't know her <laughs> yeah you don't know her i'm gonna look up uh speezy porn speezy uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just look, want look orange up. soda. Spitzy, yeah. Spitzy. I want, Spitzy. I want that, okay. that born. Just that is absolutely of orange and cola. Yeah, yeah. That's what you guys Sticky, are really but for. delicious. <laughs> oh, oh. Mm. I'm out. I'm out again. <laughs> that's how, is, no. how porn should be. No, Sticky inbound, but so. delicious. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll be uh, sticky and delicious up until next week. So uh, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. I'm Andy. And let's talk later. Sticky but delicious? <laughs> It says everything we need. Yeah. <laughs> Is it sticky butt B-U-T or sticky butt B-U-T-T? Oh. Delicious. You know? It's up to you. However you want to do it. I mean, well, you, you can insert it in any orifice. Oh. Okay. I mean, there um, was this, this this tampon guy in, in the Golden Glove. Uh, mm. Yes, yes, yeah. So oh, my God. You can God, do that with yeah. Spacey, too, if you want to. There's a lot I of mean, weirdness in this movie, what, huh? Wasn't that a thing for a while that college kids dip tampons in vodka and insert it into their butts and then they yeah, uh, overdose on vodka? Right, goes full, full um, butt chug. But well, uh, yeah. you got to bypass the liver yeah, yeah. no and matter what way. you're drinking, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna if you try that with some... Spacey, yeah. don't yeah. let me know. <laughs> no, we'll put it on the air. That's fine. Nice. It'll be on the next okay. episode. This will be our first YouTube so like yeah, our, our yeah. first live video one. <laughs> so you drink Spitzy and then you go yeah. on the hang glider and then. You... Oh yeah, because you're filled up then. Then release, yeah. There oh, we go. Man. I like. Oh, that. I gotta have. I have to now have a not only a pants removal mechanism, but I have like a butt cork removal mechanism as well. That's oh the, yeah. Damn, that's like that's I mean, two mechanisms. A, long, a string should do it. <laughs> you should practice, Brent.
I guess different, so. Different types of string, different corks. See what works. I feel like I'm going to have to get like a timer involved on this. You Maybe. know, you know, those uh, those altitude watches that skydivers wear where like once you get to this point, you need mm-hmm. to pull your ripcord or whatever. I feel like I'm going to need one of those for like my whole dropping uh, waste on my neighbors, essentially. Still a ripcord. Mm-hmm. But you want to know when to do <laughs> it. Gr- yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. I just like I want to know when I'm at like peak height. Yeah, honestly, at this point, I've come around full circle on a peak wind velocity. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, I got to have like the uh, the cork ripping opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's a whole it's going to be really involved. I think some math is going to oh, be involved. No, nah. I know. So nah, that's I'm t- just going to eyeball it. I'll just eyeball it. OK, good. I mean, you have pretty good aim. I think you can make I mean, it. Is it aim if it constantly misses? <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, bad aim. It is. Yeah. You can't say it's not aim, it's just bad aim. It's fine. I mean, if so, you're yeah. doing it from a hang glider, I think you will hit something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the goal, just to hit someone or something. Yeah. Like, honestly, if I pulled the ripcord on my butt and then, like, all of this, like, liquid poo hit a bird... Do you think a bird would go up to his like bird friend and be like, oh, man, I just got shit on by a human? And uh, then, like, it finally the other, happened. The other bird is going to be like, oh, hey, that means that's, that's like good luck. You don't know this, but <laughs> oh, that's, that's like nice. good luck. That's cool. If a human shits on you, that's, that's good luck. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't happen that often. It must mean mm-hmm. good luck. It, yeah. I mean, it has to be. Yeah. You can't just be like this thing. You have to now like get out of your feathers. There's not enough bird baths <laughs> on the planet to get rid of that monstrosity, you know? I mean, he's he's the hero in his uh, bird community, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Brent is definitely the hero of his own story, mm-hmm. and his story he's gonna, is pooping on birds. That bird's gonna be too so much. He's gonna be ostrich sized. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. yeah. We should go ahead and just cut it there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to do anything, right? No. Yeah, you should be. Uh, all good and record all of our separate tracks and all that stuff so okay, yeah so now i have to click okay that you are recording or leave the meeting um, oh interesting choices that i have mm-hmm. <laughs> what if you were just like bye i never yeah. said i would record this <laughs> yeah. i, I just, thought we were just having a yeah. nice conversation yeah. i wanted to talk to you mm-hmm. it's not not supposed to be published or anything uh, no. we're like oh uh so <laughs> i guess it's just us then brett yeah, yeah. don't worry this Maybe show is the cone of silence uh, no one listens mm-hmm. to this, so it's it's mostly fine. It's kind of so, like exile. Honestly, yeah. say whatever you want. I believe we've confessed to murder on an earlier episode, right? So it doesn't even... It's Ooh. fine. I don't nice. know. I saw mm-hmm. a thing going around Twitter so you... yesterday about that, where someone was like, uh, what felonies have you committed that you haven't been caught for? And someone responded, like, as a lawyer, you do not have to answer this. You just don't have to put that online. Just don't say the felonies you've done that you haven't been caught for. Pretty yeah. simple. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, one of you was on a podcast mm -hmm. where the topic is just that, right? Mm -hmm. Confessing to things done in the past. Brent did that, so. Yeah, Yeah. but I feel like the statute of limitations is like well past that. Uh, And if not, it was a different guy. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I didn't listen to that episode, but I you you didn't do anything too bad anyway. So, oh, you did right on. I did, yeah. Did you? Oh, okay, (laughs) yeah. So it was really just the the story of me stealing like pogs, I think, or maybe it was like uh, oh, little wow. action figures from from Walmart, 
And, Which is uh, it, Brent? Your story keeps changing. I don't know. My brain mm. is bad. It's just like... <laughs> It's just like becoming more and more like Swiss cheese, just mm-hmm. like open holes. Like whatever I regurgitate onto the podcast then leaves my brain. Mm-hmm. Like I was yeah. going back and listening to an old episode of our show where we were doing a pop culture combat of some sort. And I was like talking about the history of these different like characters or whatever. I'm like, oh, did I ever know that? I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I had to have at a certain point because I'm the one that's saying it. I just, I just completely forgot. But um, yeah, so it was it was uh, me stealing uh, toys and or pogs from Walmart, and then also uh, peeing inside of uh, peeing on the walls of a guy's house. To be fair, we thought it was an abandoned house. Me and my friend. So yeah, wow. So it's cool. It's fine. It's fine. If you think someone doesn't live there, you can just pee on the walls. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. It's good. Yeah, weird laws in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Well. Brit has weird crimes in the U.S. It's a, it's a yeah, that's true. weird yeah. version of stand your ground. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, it's like a concealed carry in that case, right, <laughs> Stephen? <laughs> like if your bladder's full, it's like, you know. What are you going to do? I, mm-hmm. I suppose so. I don't know that yeah. they, I mean, I can, it's, a, it's a natural thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that they could, you know, hold that against you. Why do yeah. men think it, it's better to have a like a wall or a tree to piss against? Why can't we just mm-hmm. piss in the field? Hmm. I don't know. That's th- this is a good question. I was recently thinking question. about this because I was watching. Uh, there's a show on Hulu in the states. I'm not sure if it's like Disney Star internationally or whatever, but it's called uh, like Nine Perfect Strangers. I think the new Nicole that. Kidman show. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, this guy is like peeing on the world's like a largest tree at a certain point. He's like standing within the like, you know, where the tree trunk hits the ground and it, you can see the roots going into oh, yeah. the ground. It's like the roots start 11 feet high and they kind of deviate from there. He's like standing in the middle of it, peeing on this tree. And I'm like, you are certainly getting all the splashback <laughs> from doing this. But yeah, it, it does. It is curious that you're like. Why don't we just like pee directly in the ground? I don't know. I, it, I, it feels comforting to like pee on a thing. I don't know if it's like urinal training or whatever. We're like, well, you have to pee directly mm-hmm. onto the wall of like something parallel to your body to make it work. But yeah, I feel like we could just like pee directly a, on the ground, you know? You need like an yeah, you have partner. a theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This yeah. Is, this is good. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I feel you like. You did the research. We know that. <laughs> I've certainly other people's thought houses. about it. I've certainly thought about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why he has all the cameras. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's that's why I booked that hang gliding lesson uh, next month. I'm just, I'm just going to try it there. Just up from up, you know, way up high, holding yeah. that bar. Mm. Nice. I've got the uh, mechanical pants release. Uh, mechanical pants release? Going. Uh-huh. Man, yeah. I've been, I think I've that's been the, wanting that. That's probably the ultimate freedom, like pissing from the skies. <laughs> I know, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Man has kept uh, or has, has, has dreamt of flying for uh-huh. eternity, but pissing while flying. I mean, oh, man. Mm-hmm. That's the real dream. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's not like... I don't know why you bring that out of me. I'm not usually like that. <laughs> I like it that you're like that on this show. <laughs> you know? You're like, well, when in Rome. You, you just know. got infected with the LTAS curse. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. But it's it's like totally different if you like pee in an airplane, you know, because it's just like, oh, I'm just peeing in this tiny ass bathroom. Um, 
But it's like, yeah, if you've got the the wind whipping across your jennies <laughs> as you're flying through the air, you know, just releasing your uh, your bladder bowels, it's fine. It's fine. It's totally different. And like, you can apologize to the neighborhood later, you know, when you're releasing your waste. And my first thought, hang gliding, it was like, even though it's windy, it was still like, well, it'd probably be like a pretty good stream. But now I'm just like, mm-hmm. you would just pull it out. And the wind would just be flowing. Everything would just be going everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know mm-hmm. where that stuff's landing. So you're probably yeah, going like, to land and just be like, man, that was so freeing. And just looked out and you're just covered in piss from like the waist down, right? So isn't it worth hands. it? I yeah. Mean, is that worth you, it? I think I don't think it is. The experience. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Probably. <laughs> and then like you have to apologize to the retired grandpa who's Velcroed to your back right. trying to, you know, help you with the, the hang gliding for the first time. And, like, look, I did not take uh, wind into the equation. Like, I really didn't factor in a lot of this, but mainly the wind. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I should have told you to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Or keep your mouth shut. So that's wow. on that's on me. The mm-hmm. piss is on you, but <laughs> me not giving you that knowledge is on me. I mean, you're, you weren't going to do it twice. It was always just like to do it once. So like you don't you mm-hmm. don't care if you piss people off. <laughs> yeah. You know? Steven, you've done it again. <laughs> I mean, there was a weird bathroom situation in the movie that we watched for today. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. There's a lot of weird stuff for the movie we watched today. <laughs> that was, that was a that lot. Was, yeah, that was probably the least weird thing, but mm-hmm. we're not talking about that yet. Yeah, but we mm-hmm. will. Man, well, is there like a hang glide piss scenario that we could use for a sync word there, Brent? Um, I feel like hang glide piss scenario is that, a good that's sync it. word. Yeah, Perfect. that's the one. Okay. That's the one. We found it. We did it. We did it. You're welcome. That sounds great. World. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So okay. hang glide piss scenario. Yeah. On okay. three. All right. To sync. All right. One, two, three. Hang, hang glide piss, piss scenario. scenario. <laughs> there we go. That sounds great. <laughs> sounds great. Syllables. Beautiful. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. It's a, it's, yes. yeah. It rolls off the tongue and then it's easy to sync later on, which is great. Yeah. We like to do those multiple <laughs> yeah. words because it makes it simpler for us yeah. to, to edit later on. Logically, it's only the first sound that you hear that yeah. we all say, but we're like, hey, let's throw 94 <laughs> syllables in this bitch. Good luck. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's how we mm-hmm. roll here. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. uh, the name of a 90s indie band. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. L P A N.